confused because she gets irritated. Whatever irritates Kim, I like Too to do. funny, mama. <laughs> so Kim, that happens. <laughs> I would like, get your son. Too oh funny. Gosh. Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome to Two Funny Mamas. And I <laughs> am one half of your host of Two Funny Mamas, Sherry Shepard. And our very, very dear friend, Kim Whitley, is under the weather and so she couldn't make it or I, let me just say this i wouldn't let her come on because you know kim she's got this book called the four promises and in the four promises great book one of them is you must keep your word you if you commit you must keep it but the way kim whitley was gonna come on the air y'all would have said uh kim you need to you need to sign off and get back in the bed so <laughs> kim is not here with us but thankfully, our very, very dear friend, the most, one of the underrated comics in the world, one of the funniest women that I know, that I admire so very, very much, B-Flat is co-hosting with me. Thank you, love. Thank you, love. Thank you, love. So I almost sound like Huh? I sound a little under the weather. I just came from Shreveport. I almost sound like Kim. In terms of the raspiness. Okay, for so can I'm I say this cool. huh? Every day you sound like you didn't come from Oh, no, sound like this every day. Mm, I think day. I have a yeah, better pitch. All right, you know you, right. Every day you sound like <laughs> you, you could sound right. like since I've known you twenty something years ago. <laughs> I think I said when I met you. Did you just come from Shreveport? <laughs> I did just come from Shreveport. Oh Lord. Don't talk. Don't let me start talking about my flight, Sherry. That was a whole nother. I got on the you line know, today about that. It was a rough no, well, flight. Uh, flights have been I, rough. Yeah, but this one was, it wasn't the turbulence. It was the passenger. And of the thousands of flights that I had, this was, a, I had to write about it because it was really, it bothered me. And like Chris, they always make stuff about me. And on the plane, I was making it about me because twice they thought we were going to have to land because she was having panic okay. attacks. But, you know, I kind of wrote about how people are hypocritical in terms of being like Christian and saying, go to church and quoting Bible verses. But the hoopla that she caused for four hours, it was just ridiculous. And I was like, if you have faith in God, you wouldn't be cutting up like this on the plane. Sherry, she cut up. I'm talking about. Wait, so, so this woman was scared to ride the plane and she had a panic plane. attack for four hours? Girl from Philadelphia to Dallas in the first 15 oh. minutes when the, when the captain said we're going to we're going to be experienced. And people know if you fly at night, you it was an 830 flight. You know, it's going to be turbulence. Night flying Absolutely. is different. But a lot of people don't know that, but I could swear, uh, to me, it felt like it may have been her first flight ever. And what did she do? Was she screaming? Girl, first, yes. She was like, oh, Jesus, take the wheel, take, oh, wait a minute. Oh. This went on for four hours. And then she just kept crying and screaming, and it was a lot of bad turbulence. So I would, first, everybody kept turning around, looking at her. I was in the aisle seat, and you know I turned around and hit her with the, <laughs> people was trying to sleep we had our eye masks going you know they be turning lights out they said pull your blinds girl as soon as we hit a little bump like this she said jesus take the wheel it ain't our time to go it ain't our time to go jesus i ain't, I ain't ready i ain't ready all of that sherry and it became so annoying that they said is there a nurse on board because she was like, my heart, my heart came to this one. Girl, when we was over Ohio, they were saying we might have to land the plane 
because of because her. she was acting a fool like that. She acted up. She acted a fool. So the thing that made everybody really mad, I'm gonna say about an hour into a flight, a lady from the front came to the back. I'm, I'm gonna say it was a family member. So the guy that was sitting next to her, he gave up his seat so she could sit next to her and calm her down or whatever. Girl, 30 minutes before we was laying, all we heard was this loud ass snoring and it was her. Girl, she was knocked out. She was in the last seat. Now you know everybody mad, ain't nobody get to sleep. She was in the last seat like this. So aggravated. And that's it. I have never been annoyed like that. Even when I was on the plane and they was fighting in Puerto Rico, I've been on so many crazy flights. That was the worst. That was really the worst flight I've ever been on because all I was saying was, Lord, please calm this lady's heart so that we can just all Go rest. Or just, you know, because she was making people upset. And right. then they said, well, I think we was closer to Oklahoma and they was talking about, is it a doctor on board? Because she's talking about her heart again. I said, if we get, this is what I'm saying in my mind, if we got to land, she getting cussed the fuck out because she going to make me miss my shit. <laughs> They already canceled my flight from Dallas to Free Treeport. Now I got to drive three and a half hours. I was like, she going to get it. She going to get it. Girl, but then she was knocked out asleep and everybody else was awake. So you know. I was I was disturbed only because I felt like if she had so much faith in the Lord, girl, she was quoting Bible verses, praying for everybody on the plane and stuff like that and just being super loud from... That's a four hour flight, three and a half, like it was three hours That's and 47 horrible. It was horrible. And it was already bad that we all doing this on the flight. And then they, and then we didn't get no service, Sherry, because they said, can all the flight attendants please put your seatbelt on, sit down. Because the whole shit was like this. And I'm sitting in the seat like, if she don't shut up, I was like, I'm going to be up this time of night. Because I'm usually sleep at 1040. <laughs> oh, no. I had to write about no. it in terms of the Lord taking it out of my heart to have patience for people like that. But at the same time, try to understand how if you have faith in the Lord, then you shouldn't worry. Everybody else was quiet on the plane, but you shouting Bible verses out and saying, Jesus, you're going to carry us. You're going to carry us through Jesus. Oh, yes, you will. Jesus, take oh, take it, Jesus. Girl, oh. I was about to you get know, up and say, you don't shut up. And here's the thing. That's, that's so funny. Even, you know, being a Christian, because I can understand people who get very, very scared. You know, you and I, we fly all the time. So turbulence, we know turbulence. I remember a flight attendant, because I used to be one of those people, except I was not loud. I would say the prayer to myself, because everybody don't appreciate your prayer. So, and right. I would cry. Uh, and say the prayer to myself because I, for me flying, I don't like to be separated from my son. And, you know, when I would experience turbulence, it would make me so scared. But one time a uh, flight attendant said to me, she said, turbulence is like an, uh, like an air pocket on the sky, the freeway of the sky. She says, it's like when you're on a freeway and you hit a speed bump. She said, mm -hmm. that's what they are. They're like speed bumps in the sky. And she said, another thing she says, so she said, we deal with this all the time. And she all said, all day long, all night long. And you do experience them more at night. And she said, mm -hmm. if you experience turbulence, look at the flight attendants. If they don't look upset, you're good. Well, girl, and wait a so minute. Now, they was like, let me go sit down. 
because they was in the middle of the house like this, trying to catch. They was like, girl, put my, they was sit down. I was like, I don't blame them because everybody really needed to be seated. It's nothing yes. we, that they could do. But when her family member came back and was talking, rubbing her hand, I don't know if she slipped or something, but whatever it was, Sherry, it knocked her out and then she snored the loudest. So this everybody. This. And now oh, you're mad because she went to sleep. I think that's very rude of a passenger to, I can understand being scared, uh -huh. but to be uh -huh. screaming and even screaming out Bible scriptures and praying. Because <clears throat> all that's showing people is your faith. <laughs> Ye of little and that's faith. exactly what I wrote in my journal right over here. I was really trying to make myself understand that if you know all these, she was, she was saying Bible scriptures I ain't never heard of. Just saying stuff. So I knew she was in the Bible. <laughs> and I, I'm just saying, yeah. she was quoting a lot and just saying stuff in terms of carriers, Jesus, he, it ain't our time. Oh, you got the light right wing. You got the left wing. You oh, got the no. Yes. Oh, that's that's yeah, too much. It's like, you know what? It's so funny because I kept saying to myself, why I should be recording this. You know, like how people be recording stuff on, but I was like, it's so annoying for four hours, three and a half hour flight. Yeah. Because I would have said to her, do you even believe do you even believe what you're shouting? What's like, shouting? you know, because if you did, you wouldn't have to be doing all that screaming. I'm sorry you, you know, went through that. I was like, she don't have no faith because she wouldn't be saying all that. All I was saying was, Lord, if it's my time, I had a great life. You see, I, I, I have not been able to say that prayer because. Oh, I so say that prayer all the time. And not just when I'm on a flight, just when I'm traveling, period. When I'm driving at 3.30 in the morning from Shreveport to the, uh, airport with two gallons of gas in the trunk because I'm not stopping. <laughs> yeah, but I, my prayer, my prayer is to God is I always go, Lord, I say, Lord, give the pilots energy and zest, you know, bless their hands as they have to manipulate the controls. And I say, Lord, bless the flight attendants that they have joy in their heart and that they're in a better mood. And then I pray for everybody on the plane going, Lord, touch the people where they are. But I always pray for traveling mercy and grace. I've never I said, do. Lord, let your will be done. Cause I know his will already. His will is for me to live. But I just like to pray for- But I've been in on planes where I felt like, oh, this might be it. Especially when they said, if you need to call your loved ones. When we were flying over West Virginia in the blue, going in the blue field, I was going to do a show. And girl, I was like, let me call my mom and them right now. They we said were, to you, you yes, call your loved ones. And that's when I vowed to never, ever ride on one of those little small planes again. Oh, those Announcing the Mocha Podcast Network, an innovative lifestyle podcast network featuring conversations from a Black perspective. Curated with respected voices led by actresses and comedians Sherry Shepard and Kim Whitley. We're funny and we have a yes. point of view. We call that edumatainment. That's what we call it. Is that what it is? Veteran TV journalist Rolanda Watts. Shocking the heck out of everybody. The legendary Unky Divas in Vogue. This topic is girl groups in the industry. To syndicated broadcast personalities, Lonnie Love and Dee Dee McGuire, as well as an array of experts and activists. Mocha Podcast Network, a lifestyle destination with authentic voices and perspectives designed to enrich and empower women of color with a unique listening experience. More than a destination, the Mocha Podcast Network is a full-service studio that offers an ongoing portfolio of production, distribution, marketing, 
guest booking, and most importantly, ad sales. With a unique revenue model for podcasters that includes customized promotional campaigns created specifically around podcaster and targeted audience, service social media promos and pushes, MPN brand advertising, targeted electronic newsletter, experienced sales representation. For advertisers, the Mocha Podcast Network is a safe marketplace to align their brands with trusted voices, organically engaging the highly in-demand female consumer and more. With quality over quantity, from concept to completion, now is the time for content creators and brands to join the innovative Mocha Podcast Network and experience unapologetic conversations with a new perspective. crop dusters oh girl it was terrible because we was flying in the mountains in the appalachian over there and they were like if you all feel as though all the little shit drop down Jeez. and they was like if you want to make a phone i called my best friend i called my mom and whoever answers the phone i was letting people know hopefully i don't ever have to make this and yeah i had to do that one time but i said then if it was my time to go lord don't let it be painful and just let me i've had a great life and i was just like i just reflect on how I've had a great life. I have a good life. Have you ever thought, you obviously didn't watch that movie with Idris Elba and that white lady. Uh, Chris, who was that white lady that was in a movie with Idris Elba? A uh, great question, Sherry. And uh, yeah, that's that's why why I asked if, if you see huh? Which movie? The movie him and the, was it Jessica Chastain or um, Chris, I, who was that white lady that was with I, Idris Elba? The Mountain Between Us. The uh, Mountain Between uh, Us. Girl, they was on the freaking crop duster. Who? I just I didn't see Kate, that. It was Kate Winslet, but I was just really impressed with my Googling skills based off the information you gave me. No, I haven't because seen that. Because when somebody come at you with a who's that white person, you better be ready. Don't, don't you better right. be ready so you have to get ready. I've so got one job. It was Kate Winslet uh-huh. and Idris Elba that was on a crop duster and the the pilot had a heart attack over like the Appalachians and of course oh, the plane crashed. Plane crash, they on the ground, damn a freaking mountain lion tries to climb in the damn plane. I mean, all but here's the thing, girl. When I saw that, I was like, I'm not go- ever going over to Appalachians in a crop duster. That's what I learned <laughs> from that movie. I'm gonna tell you not to because I did it and it is not fun. But and now that you know they always have like that smoky cloud, like the smoky mountain. That's what that wind is so unpredictable in that well, area. That's what I want to ask you. 15 years ago, and I said, never again. Well, I'll be on one I always think to myself, and that's what, because I always, if some got to go, because I'm scared of water. So I'd never want to do a plane crash over water, because I can't, I can swim, but it ain't, I can't swim in no ocean. Can't so, nobody like, in no ocean shit. We all afraid. <laughs> yeah, who wants to, you know, swim in a damn <laughs> ocean? You remember that one no. movie? You remember that movie, Chris, where they were stuck in the water and the Titanic. whale went by, and all you see was the eyes of the whale? The wind oh, passed yeah. over. Did you that? see the movie? Oh. Are you talking about what? Are you talking about the movie with Tom Hanks? No, what, wait, what no. Was Tom Hanks was oh. Castaway. Castaway. Here, okay, here's the thing. Oh, no, you're Tom talking Hanks about the journey one where he think he's uh, there's a tiger on his boat and all that. Yes, that one. Yeah. But Castaways. Did you ever see Castaways with Tom Hanks? It's Castaway I can't watch, I can't watch movies where there's only one person and they ain't got no different change of scenery. My okay, well, this is it. <laughs> so his pie. plane crash. Life of pie, it was yeah. so realistic. <laughs> it was so realistic. The plane crash, and he ended up on this island. Now that's the worst thing for uh, you know. I can't. I'm not going to talk for white people, Chris. Oh, but for I'm black here. folks, that's, that's why I'm here. 
I don't know. Well, we're going to ask you. We're going to ask That's white That's his favorite movie. Now, he loves that movie. Which one? The Tom uh, Hanks movie. Yes, that's the I can't watch it, girl. They don't, well, Tom he, Hanks, watch it. he was on long. a desert island by himself. Mm-hmm. He had to learn how to catch bugs and squirrels and cook them. He had to learn how to make a fire. And I'm like, everybody I know in my family, the shepherds, we don't know how to do none of that. We'd be stuck on an island, die starvation. It'd be animals running all over. Mm-hmm. We don't know how to catch no owl. We don't know how to yeah. climb no damn tree. We don't know how to make no boat. We don't know which way to Because, you know, on the Brady Bunch, they, 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 what, they was in the Boy Scouts. They would do this, and you could tell yeah. which way to win. And they knew how to make fire. Oh, oh, right. I would be all right on an island by myself, because I knew I'd do Well, that's because that. you do DIY. Right, and I would have a nice Honey, I would have a nice ass hug with slam doors. They'd be like, damn, why she making slime doors? I'd be like, come on. She'd have a pure shell chandelier. So for our followers who may not know, B Flat has a podcast called Tighten Up Tuesdays. And she does all DIY projects on uh, a dime. And you know, everything that you see behind B flat, she is built that basement that she's in that she's made her girl cave, her she cave literally was just a storage area, a little cellar and B flat has made an, an entire like livable space in her entire basement. So she does DIY and like the B flat is one of them girls that got that big old saw that like B flat could kill people and you'd never know. She knows how to make what? like napkins out of dead bodies. Why is that? Because that's, that's how B flat is. So when, when B flat says, if I was on a desert island by myself, I'd have had sliding doors made. Yes. She would have. So watch her podcast on Tuesdays. It's called Tighten Up Tuesdays. And she shows you how to do DIY projects where you don't have to spend a lot of money. It's on a dime. It really Almost is a fun. Podcast that we made on Tuesday, and we made these okay. out of crayons. She made you made them out of crayons. What is that? Candles out of crayons. Yes, honey. Oh wow. See the okay. Wait a minute. I don't even know. And that's what you put on your Bumble profile. Well, you married, but I mean, that's God made candles out of crayons. Yes, ma'am, and they're scented. Bergamot. Now, and I don't want y'all to think she just does candles. When I say she makes, she makes Everything. livable space. Like she can actually do, make, build. This girl can build a house, like literally. And she does organizing and watching on Tighten Up Tuesday. So the, being on the desert island, see, you would be the person to be on the desert island with, B, because yeah. you know how to do stuff. If if me and Kim Whitley was on the desert island, all I would know is how to make wigs from squirrels' tails. Will we need wigs on the island? We might you need that do. because if the terrorists cover ups or something, so, you know, I can make you a cover up from squirrels' hair. But if the terrorists come out the aisle from the jungle, you want to be mm. cute, you know. So you do want that's to be all cute. I would know how to do. Mm? But you don't need a lot of hair to be cute. We might need some of it on this top part. If we ain't got no clothes and everything, so you can use no. it. We do a cut. Because I can cut hair. hair with aloe vera. You know, aloe vera got them. <laughs> you get you a nice piece of aloe vera. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, but did you see What's that movie? You? You be Remember tight. the movie about, the, it was based on a true story. It was about the soccer players that crashed mm-hmm. on the plane. Uh, and they had to eat had to eat the dead soccer players. You remember that, Chris? Uh, yes. I know, this, I know the true story. That's a true story. That's a true story. 
And so if the plane crash, like I'm thinking Kim Whitley would be the first person I eat oh. because because <sighs> Kim's fat pockets on her thighs and her oh, booty. Boy. Like I might be flat, I won't touch you because you're too tiny. You don't have fat on you. But see, since I don't eat meat, I might be a little. You be lean. You be no nutrition. I don't know what I would eat if we had to eat the people. What part of you'd the body would I eat? No, you'd have to eat meat. And you'd have to eat meat. I'd have to eat like nails and eyelashes and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to know them. <laughs> I'd be like, all oh, these big nails taste like planting. Okay, let's, let's ask the uh, let's ask the audience who would you eat first, Sherry, Kim. I don't know. Or it'd B take flat. me a while to get to eat we'll the meat. See. Then, see, because B flat is probably a size minus two. She's very slender. I'm, I'm a There's four. no fat on B flat. Now me and Kim. First of all, our boobies. You'd eat the boobies first because that's where a lot of the fat is on our boobs. Um, but we have a lot of fat pockets. So we will be good. We will be good eating. Now, not as good as. Uh, not Start as good fat. as. I can melt the fat. Now. Maybe because I can melt the fat now and drink that if I had to liquefied as a vegan. Well, not necessarily a vegan, but I don't eat meat. So y'all fat pockets could benefit me in terms of. I might be able to make a pillow like a seal, seal it up, have some warmth. Oh yeah, y'all bodies could come in use. They really could. They could. Now we wouldn't be like my auntie Tangie. And my auntie Tangie's about 375 pounds. Somebody like my auntie Tangie, you want on a plane. Now I bet you that lady that was quoting all the Bible scriptures was a big lady. I bet she was a big woman. She was a big lady. She was a big Why did lady? I know that? Why did I know that? Any you know woman that's laid out quoting all the Bible scriptures probably with a mouth wide open. Sorry. She Let me was, tell y'all, if y'all want to crash, you the egg at first. She was snoring like she just got done eating a bag of Fritos barbecue twist and a can of dry ginger ale. <laughs> Sound like Fritos in the throat. I said this is ridiculous. Podcast ever. Uh, we just want to say Kim Whitley is under the weather, so she could not join us, and she's laying in bed. She wanted to do the podcast. But this girl had a bonnet on and a cough. Kim's <laughs> cough was such that I felt like even talking to her, my throat was hurting. And I felt like if she did one cough, it would come through my computer and jump on me. Sure. So I would not allow her to do because she kept going, I can do the podcast. <coughs> I can do the podcast. And so we told her she had to sit tight. Halls cannot help that kind of cough. No, she needs, I told her to do honey with lemon, um, with lemon, honey, and put some ginger in it. Then I told her to make a concoction of turmeric and um, honey with black pepper and Mm. stir that up. And she could put some ginger shavings in it and eat that. And I said, put some whiskey in everything. Whiskey is always good to get rid of everything. I didn't think about that. I need to have a bottle of whiskey around for like that, but we can't keep it around. We just drink it up. Yes, because you and Dennis be drinking it. Y'all married. Pour me. Pour me another round. <laughs> do you, 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 you want to hear Kim's you want to hear Kim's message? What? Yeah, she left a message. She left a message. Yes. So picture Kim in a pair of glasses and a bonnet 
laying sideways in her bed. This is the message she sent to the group chat. You ready, Sherry? Yeah, you actually can show it. I can do the podcast today. Uh, if I can do it looking like this in the bed. Oh, my God. I feel crazy. What you think? Chris? No, I am actually look because I no no I want to show people the dag on video. No, let's not show it. Uh, <laughs> if that's the case, she did the podcast. Obviously, she don't want nobody to see. No, I'm not going to show it. I'm not going to do that to my friend. I was, but you're right, Chris. I'm not going to do that to her. She did. She made a video for everybody talking about I can do the podcast. Y'all both sound alike. And she then once she made that video, Chris told her. Chris said, no, you can't do it. What I tell it. But what did I tell her, Sherry? I gave an uplifting note. Did you see that? Uh, let me see. I'm looking on my phone. You said, uh, you said, oh, only thing I change is some right here, getting you some soap, love the glasses, and the pink brings out your feminine energy. Oh, you said soup. You told her to get some soup. One more time. Oh, you said, <laughs> only, only thing, thing I, I change right here, getting you some soup, love the glasses, and the pink brings out your feminine energy. That was sweet because she looked horrible. <laughs> Kim looked horrible in this video. And that was very Chris sweet. always trying to score some brownie points. Wait, I got this announcement. Well, he is. I Chris. Kim what is Chris. Is, oh my God. He's, he's scoring brownie points because the announcement is Kim Whitley, one half of Two Funny Mamas, will be making her parents in St. Louis, March 10th and March 11th oh. with Kim and friends. And guess who's going to be um, a big part of the show? Miss B-flat herself. Oh, y'all just oh. now telling me live on the show? I should have put on my good lipstick for this announcement. Let me put on some gloves. You know, Yes, live on the let me, show. Let me get that date right. Real quick. You know. Oh, I got the wrong date? It's no, you're right. <laughs> no, she's not. She's not. Oh. So it's one night only. It's one night only. Right. March 10th. She will technically be leaving here March 11th, I'm sure, but there's nothing oh. March 11th. So okay. March 10th, March. tickets will be on sale. When I say if you went to- well, I screwed that up. It's, no, it's all good. No, so, you didn't. It's all good. So just I'm just taking this load off of Sherry's back. The okay. the show is at the Grandel Theater. Uh, limited seats. It's going to be fun. It's a small theater. It's 500 seats. The ticket prices are we kept them low. It's going to be a good time. So tickets are on sale through Metro Tix on Wednesday, I believe. It's not just Kim. So it's going to be Kim and then B flat, who's very popular here and a just so fun. Oh. We're going to have some special guests and then we're going to do a really funny Q&A to round out the show because I can't not be on stage at some point. So that'll be a good time. <laughs> I'm excited. And Shit. also. You gave it your blessing. You give it your blessing. It's going to be a great show. March, March 10th at the theater that Chris said the tickets are going on sale Wednesday at Metro what? The Grand Metro Theater. Tips. It'll be online. Metro Ticks. You'll see it on Kim's social media, Two Funny Mamas, uh, Instagram, all that good stuff. And I'll put we, it on my. We will remind you. Yeah. So we got to sell this. Metro Ticks. Well, I want them to write it down in case they don't, you know, in case we have people who are followers who are not regular followers. Would you guys Absolutely. please subscribe to our podcast, Two Funny Mamas, and to uh, B Flats podcast, Tighten Up Tuesday? And um, we'd love for you to become, you know, new subscribers. 
But just in case they don't, it's going to be MetroTix.com, and it's going on sale Wednesday. And if you guys, all of you who know Andre Lavelle, if you want Andre to come, Kim has got everybody's tickets except Andre. So. <laughs> I, was, I don't know. I, we don't know if Andre going to make Kim mad. That's why Kim ain't got his ticket yet. Because Andre, you know, he, it goes back. He takes care of Kim, and then he do something that she get irritated about. So we don't Yeah, know. like do his own flyer. Yeah, so we got to... What'd we, you say? You know, Andre, she'll probably get Andre's like, do his own flyer. I don't blame him, but... Because you know I'm about to do my own flyer. I'm like, Chris, where the flyer at? Because you know my people. Yeah, Andre has done his own flyer for the show. No. Andre has done what? his own flyer for the NAACP Image Awards. Uh, Andre... <laughs> what was... Andre has made a flyer... I love it. With the award with Kim and me and Andre. <laughs> so, so <laughs> at least I asked Chris. I'll say, Chris, do you want me to do a flyer? Because you know how I do a flyer. I ain't going to be Andre and just make the flyer first and then post it and then ask. But you see so how long it's taken. You, yeah. Andre did that because he's been in both our bathtubs. This is why when you let people, your friends, stay at your house and then they take baths in your bathtub. And I right. clean that damn house and they ain't never been in the bathtub. Let's so if anybody should have bath, it should have been me with a hurt back. Well, and that's why I told house, I, I gave, you, I gave uh, you carte blanche to be in my house. So you can you use anything. There's certain things, you know what, I just respect certain areas of people's homes. Because that's well, just Andre, how no. Andre took a bath in my bathtub. That's because I ain't got no home. It's just like people <laughs> that have apartments, they tear the shit up and leave it on landlord. If you got a house, you take care of your stuff and you respect you respect other people's home. Like people that got property, they respect neighbors' property. Because hey, it's like, we all have the same boat. I've got yeah, update. I wouldn't take a bath in your bathtub. That's why I had in my own room with you the bath. You see what I'm saying? Right, but I'll go in there and clean up straight through and then close the door and get on out of there. I ain't supposed to be all up in there with my canvas. Y'all see me? What I look like? Yeah, Andre will be there. Andre gonna come just to irritate me flat. Andre will be there in St. Louis. It's Kim Williams. I don't. I don't know that that's happened. <laughs> I, no, Andre will be there. I'll pay for Andre myself to get out good, there because I just good. love the fireworks between him and B. B flat, uh, y'all, and y'all got to watch out for because uh, there's some announcements I want to make. B flat and I, you know, Kevin Hart has his game show. I think it's called uh, Game Faces on game. Uh, internet show. Yeah, and. Um, he has different couples that he plays games with. And I did not have a person to play with. And B-flat was in New York. So I asked B if she would be my partner. And it was so much fun because as soon as Kevin Hart saw B-flat, he was like, oh my gosh. They had so many road stories because B-flat used to take Kevin Hart on the road with her. Mm -hmm. And this is before Kevin Hart became like a multi-billionaire. Like, that's <laughs> That's the Kevin Hart y'all know. The Kevin Hart we know, right. he was struggling and we didn't have no money and no car. B-Flat used to take him on tour. So he was so excited 
to CB and he had all kinds of stories, but she was my partner on this game face. And I believe it's coming out probably towards the end of March. Did you get paid yet, by the way? I just did. I just, I didn't even get to tell Chris that it took forever with my whole drama with this ACH routing. Kept rejecting them trying to do a free trip. You were ghetto bank. Ghetto banks oh, never take wire. What? Bank of America, my business account. They didn't want to pay the wire fee because they don't accept that yes, type that. of wire they were using. So my bank, bank kept rejecting it. No, Bank of America is always getting in trouble. Do you know every time? Yeah, it was so I have one of to have a lot of drama with that. There's, there's yes. been some issues that I I think I don't. Should you talk about it on here? Or is this- well, whatever the case. I, I got paid. Let me tell you about Bank of America. I have yeah. one account, my household account that pays like just the regular household bills. Mm-hmm. Like if there's a guy that comes around, everybody's brownstone and he sets out my garbage. So, you know, we got, got to pay him from that account. You know, the gardener, the different people from the account. It's with Bank of America because it's right around the corner. Do you understand whenever I deposit a check it, from the Sherry Show, any comedy check from a comedy club, they always reject it. I've never seen a bank that literally, and then when I go down there, Bank of America tells me, you can't just come down, you got to make an appointment. I go, I got to make an appointment to talk about my account? When I write people checks out of the account, they don't honor them. Literally. Jeffrey's basketball coach. I write a check off my Bank of America account. He goes and put it in. Bank of America rejected the payment. And I'm oh, and I go, y'all can see the money sitting. When I tell you, I can't stand uh, Bank of yeah, America. You, sure, they ain't good look. You can't have people putting it out there that your checks bouncing. They be like, what? She got the Sherry show? And she exactly. bouncing a $200 check to the coach? Every <laughs> you can't Every have that. Time. You cannot have that when Literally, I put a check in the bank and they, and then I put, can I tell I put a cashier's check in Bank of America one time? And Bank of America, a cashier's check is like cash. Yes. Do you know they put a 12 day hold on my cashier's uh, check? That's, that's the whole it. point of getting a cashier's check. That's the whole point of getting a cashier's check. Cashier's and I went through customer service and they, oh my, push two if you want this. Push five if you want this. I was like, no, bitch, I want a customer service. We didn't get that. And you repeat again, bitch, I want a customer service. We didn't get that. You know, Then they go, thank you, bye. I can't stand. Yeah, but they so kept rejecting me because they were saying, well, you so then that's when I found out that banks have like six, seven, eight different wire routing numbers, international routing numbers, all kinds of, I said, well, I need the one. And they were like, well, this is the one, but they won't pay the, we can't accept it because they're requesting the fee. They didn't want to pay the, whatever the wire. They were like, well, ours are free and we don't pay the fee. So we just have to send a check. I said, fine. It was a mess. I kept saying, they were like, we sent it. and. It was a mess, and I I just got it rectified, and I've been dealing with it for two months. You've got some uh, suggestions from the people in the live chat. Thank you to everybody for tuning in. Almost up to 800 folks tuned in. You want some suggestions, Sherry? Yes. Angel says couldn't deal with Bank of America. 
Princess Doll says Team Credit Union. Eric Parker says that's ridiculous. Wow. Uh, Tanya wants to know why are you still with them? That's bad business. Oh, to answer that question, because I've been so busy. That's fair. That I haven't gotten around to going and closing the account. It just, I got it because it was so convenient because there was a Bank of America around the corner. So I was like, well, let me, you know, support a bank in my neighborhood. But I've had so many problems with Bank of America. I am. so, And they're not open on Saturdays. Not my bank. Bank of America is supposed to be open on Saturdays. Not my bank. I guess they think they're going wrong. But um, see, I have to have different banks make sure they cover all over this nation. Because I don't want promoters talking about, oh, we ain't got that bank. I'm like, yes, you do. I already looked it up on the internet. <laughs> and it is one mile away from the airport when I land. There is a Wells Fargo. There is a TV you know. bank. HBSC. <laughs> I'm like, there is a USA bank. I made sure that I can do banking where people are so they can't be talking about, we ain't got that. Can I send you? No. They got that. I got that bank account. <laughs> you can you sell it. Um, <laughs> Let me get Jeffrey. I told Jeffrey to bring me some water. He ain't brought it yet. Well, you have to, um, you have to, uh, with promoters, this is why B has all these banks. You know, promoters are typically known. I can't do any other, speak for any other, um, you know, uh, genre. That's not the word, but any other field except stand up comedy. So a lot of times mm-hmm. when comics go on the road and they have to get paid, a promoter, not all promoters, there's some really professional and great promoters, but there's also a lot of promoters who cheat people and don't pay, don't keep their word. They write you a check and the check bounces, which is why a lot of comics like B-Flat, who's very professional, who books uh, comics and who goes on the road, she's like, I, give me the cash. I want to be able to get get my money now or be able to get this to the bank right now and cash it. Because a lot of promoters will not have the money to cover the check they wrote. So B says, no, there's a bank. Can I, I was saying this. Cheryl Underwood, Cheryl Underwood, when she was oh on the road, God. she took me and you know Retha Jones, the comic give him Retha? Yes. So she took me, Retha Jones, on the road with her. This is when Cheryl was making a bunch of money doing stand-up. Me and Retha was struggling comics. So she took us on the road. And I kid you not, she did a, it, it was so many people there. Uh, must have been 500 people. Cheryl killed. We opened for her. And the promoter, uh, we went to the back room and he was like, you know, I'm going to write you a check. And Cheryl said no to, you know, this is Cheryl before she had Christ in her life. Um, Cheryl cussed that promoter out so bad. This is when we used to think Cheryl carried around a knife um, and would fight you. Cheryl used to like fight everybody. But like, it, it, but like, like she, if, if Cheryl respected you, you was good with Cheryl. But if you cross that girl... If you cross Cheryl Underwood, the one y'all see on the talk is not the one. Cheryl that Underwood, you cross her, you you you's gonna get it. So Cheryl, I remember cussed the promoter out, and he was like, "I ain't got it." And Cheryl told him, she said, "I got a gun in my car, and I'm going to get that gun. And if when I get back here, and you ain't got my money cash." I'm using a gun. And I looked at Rita. I was like, we flew in. She ain't got no car. And Rita was like, shut up. Shut up. My dumb mind. <laughs> they gave Cheryl cash. Cash money. Cheryl Weird. Underwood. And Cheryl was so sweet. We was only supposed to make like $100. Cheryl gave me and Rita like 500 each. Like that's 
She was see, so. Another thing what promoters don't understand, and I think that that's why comedy should have a union. I don't like that yeah. bullshit when they say, well, let them go on and we're going to pay them, but we're getting your money together. Or they may not have everybody, but they still want the show to go on. And I'm yeah. one of them. Don't know, especially if I'm headlining, ain't nobody going on until everybody get paid. Don't be yeah. trying to hey, let me go. Girl, it was, I had rest in peace, Raj G. It was this one show. I'll never forget it. It was me, Raj G, uh, Queen Aisha. Queen Aisha. Yes, and Nikki Carr doing this show for somebody up in New York area. So we get there and it was like, a and Freddie Ricks was hosting and it was an all female show. We get there, they hadn't started. They had like a drill team, just a lot going on. And people were like, yeah. what's taking so long? Like, And I was like, okay, we two hours in, what's taking so long? So they was like, oh, he trying to get the money together. Girl, when them people saw me get up and get my coat and my whole crew got their coat on, everybody was like, everybody was looking around like, wait a minute, we can't see you, where are you going? I said, out of here, and if y'all want to know, you better ask that dude over there with that red shirt on. I was, you know, that hat. Da, da, da. So we got up the crew. Left. I said, look, I'm about to go. Y'all ain't started this show. Y'all ain't got nobody money. Y'all still waiting. What's going on? My wife went to drive to Yonkers from downtown. She, that take two hours. I would get up there. I would get back to get this, and then we gonna have yours in cash, and so and so's in cash, and other people we gonna pay to. I said, you know what? I ain't got time for all this because you already gave me my deposit. I'm getting ready to go home. I said because by the time y'all get us on stage, it's gonna be another hour, and people are leaving. Yes, girl. We all in the elevator. My crew leaving. Right. He came <laughs> and stuck his foot in the door. <laughs> Girl, I started stomping on this one. I was like, man, get your mother. You got me. I was like, you got me. And we left. And then come to find out, two people did stay to do the show because they felt as though they need, but they got paid in, in with a check that bounced. And you I'm know, glad. I, I was like, this ain't nothing but a little ride up from Philly back. Me and my homies, we going to smoke up and smoke back. And I already got my deposit, so I don't feel as though I lost out. Made me on some toes. But you're not gonna make me work, and then gonna bounce the check, and now I ain't got the rest of my money. But you know how many bounce checks uh, I've gotten from promoters because I didn't know, and I'm not like Cheryl. Well, I'm there. You gonna pay me my blanket of blank money? But there was my friend used to do churches. Do you know a pastor paid him mm. at the church bounce? So when he called the church up and the pastor, the pastor said, "You should have wanted to contribute that back to the church fund." When I tell you, my friend was like, if you don't pay me my money, money. the one thing we got in common is before God, I'm going to come and whoop your ass. That's what he <laughs> told the pastor. He yeah. said, and I'm going to do it right in front of God. You better give me my money. And he was like, you don't want to donate the money to the church. The last drama I had was having to stay in the airport and turn right back around and get on the flight and come home. Because I was all like, I want my money at the airport. I don't know, y'all. Yeah, I ain't going to work. It's unfortunate. And they was like, oh, we, we going to give it to you. No, you going to give it to me now because I'm going to pay $150 to change and go back home. And that's exactly what I did. And they didn't have people money. See, my instinct tells me I stick directly to my contract. And if you agree that I say 
When you come to pick me up from the airport, I'll be like, have my money at the airport because the bank is by the hotel. Take me to the bank first. So I can put my money in there. Then take me to the hotel. You know, normally I say stop at the gas station so I can get some waters and a wrap. Then take me to the hotel. Let me check in. You know, we going that there first. That we are going there first. Because y'all not setting me up to get robbed after the show. You know they do that. Pay you. And then have somebody rob you after the show. My bank, they got to go rob the bank. Because my money is in the bank. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. Wow, that really makes me, you know, Chris Denman is the promoter of this show, who is also on our line, who is the mm-hmm. president of Midcoast Media. He's the promoter. I don't know if you and Kim talked to him about giving your money at the gas station. But uh, listen, listen, we've got the I ain't even worried gas about- stations in St. Louis. Right next to that's the last place you want to get paid at is at a gas station in St. Louis where they got the shirts that say where they got the sign that say no shirts, no shirt, no guns, no service, no, no yeah, shoes. No, yeah, no food, no drinks. Well, they, just list, they just list the no gun in there, just like, oh well, it's just right in the little list of little things not, not coming here with. Yeah. So you I don't think want Chris is okay. I think Chris is going to pay you your money. I ain't even worried about that. Chris came through like the woo, Metro Ticks. I'm treating you all. My last sold out show in St. Louis, January 19th at Central Stage. I think so. And you're coming back. I think I should treat this like uh, like the invoices for the podcast studio have been treated over the last Oh, yeah. We don't pay you on time. That's that's for sure. (laughs) I thought we We, were supposed to talk about that kind of stuff. Chris, you always say that on my show. You're when I'm trying to write it up, everybody, how much detail. I owe. Well, here's the thing: we ain't no promote. We don't never pay Chris on time. I pay well, Chris. I, I, Kim I don't know how Kim pay you, she but does. she took over payment for a year because I was paying for the first for the first two well, thirds. Well, let's look at it like this: we doing something right because we still on. <laughs> Ain't that right, Chris? Chris is hanging on by a thread with this podcast. I have an unplugged. I have an unplugged. <laughs> Yeah. There was something um, we were talking about. So, yeah, so uh, Kim Whitley, B-flat, Andres, Andre Simone, Andre Lavelle, and some special guests are going to be live in St. Louis on March yes. 10th. The tickets go on sale this Wednesday at MetroTix.com. Uh, I'll probably, I'm sure I'm going to announce it on my show. So, y'all, it's going to be a really, really, and then they're going to have a great, Q&A at the end. So it's going to be a lot, a lot of fun. I'm so sorry I can't be there. I have a previous engagement, but Kim and I will be doing something live because, you know, we got nominated, uh, Two Funny Mamas got nominated for NAACP Image Award, our second nomination. And we thank all of our subscribers for voting. And uh, we got some stiff, stiff, really stiff competition this time. So, um, we're very thankful. So we'll, we're going to be together Friday. Not if Kim's still sick. I told her, you got to be well. By Friday, I'm flying in B-flat. So let me ask you a question. Since my podcast is on your channel, mm-hmm. and I smoke weed and be drinking, and you know, be <laughs> we be operating heavy equipment without uh, the proper safety stuff on, what's my chances of getting the uh, NAACP image away? Um, probably like, probably like slim to none. <laughs> I, Sherry, I think I think you take the and if Wait. my if my mic is uh 
is off. It's Can low. you all hear me okay? It's low? It's low. It's low. Okay. So I'll we'll get that fixed. But you, if you're like Andre, just lay claim. I guarantee you Andre ends up with a trophy, and I'm proud of him. Andre, I don't know who trophy you're getting. He's not getting no trophy. I'm so proud of you and Kim, and I'm just glad that my the antics on my show doesn't affect. <laughs> we ain't won yet, me. If we lose, I'm going to call you. I'm going to be mad. Because I'm going to be like, it's like Diego. And I was smoking and drinking and cussing last year. So hopefully we ain't on the wrong Let me channel. Tell if you don't subscribe to Two Funny Mamas and you're just on here for the first time, the Flats podcast, Tighten Up Tuesday, is it's Two Funny Mama presents tight, uh, B Flats Tighten Up Tuesday. So she's actually under the umbrella, the auspices yes. of, I don't know if I'm using that word right, of Two no. Funny Mamas. So if we lose in B Flat <laughs> on Tighten Up Tuesday, this is where you get to see her smoke her weed. She be cussing up a school. <laughs> while she's doing projects and showing you how to do DIY projects. So if we don't win, I will blame you. Because <laughs> y'all won last year and I was doing the same shit. There you go. And that is B flat, ladies so, and gentlemen. So, okay, so then I can't blame if we you. Did, I don't want we my just, to affect what happens. No, it's not affecting us. Not at all. Did you see that effort that's on the other channel? They be dancing and talking about Jane Pittman and doing the Jane Tubman dance. Oh, boy. (laughs) Who's that? What are you talking about? Exactly. So a lot of people are, because we got She's nominated. No, we got Cicely Tyson mixed up in two movies. We were getting a movie. If you saw A Woman Called Moses, if you remember the scene, where she pulled the wagon, they strapped her to the wagon. We were getting that mixed. I was getting it mixed up with uh, the Jane autobiography of Jane Pittman. Jane and Pittman. saying oh. that movie, she did that. But when oh. I did my research, I was like, damn it, she played both roles. She's the only one that ever played slaves back in the day. She played all the slave autobiographies. What was her name? Cicely Tyson. So she played Harriet Tubman. Oh, Cicely Tyson. Yeah, she played, she played a woman called Moses. The Harriet Tubman. She also, and she played in Jane. She also was Sam. We have a suggestion. Sorry to interrupt. We have a suggestion, B. Yes. Uh, Ramon says Sherry doesn't even know, but here, we've got a suggestion. Seabreeze40 says, show Sherry the Jane Tubman dance. So we used to call it the Jane Pittman, and I dedicated it to strong women in terms of how she pulled that horse. I was like, women don't need no backup. We can be our own movement. If you look at Jane Pittman, how she pulled that horse, them other men couldn't do it, and they didn't. She pulled that shit through town, so I do this dance. Then everybody's like, it wasn't Jane Pittman. It was uh, Harriet Tubman in the autobiography. So now I don't call it that anymore. I just call it the Jane Tubman. How's it go? (laughs) This is how you do the Jane Tubman. So when the music comes on on Tighten Up Tuesday... I hit him with when she's strapping up and putting on the to pull the wagon. So she'd be like, ah. Yeah, Jane be getting it. But see now that she's free. 
she free now, so she gets to come to the parties and kick it with us to help do the cat scat dance. Now, what's the cat scat all about? About keeping that pissy ass cat off my porch. Maybe tell Sherry. Give Sherry, give Sherry and the two funny. Hey, so this is on t- on Tuesdays. You can see all these dances on Tighten Up Tuesday. So B flat. You started it. You started. You started the commotion. Ever since you had people starting cash happening me for my computer, thanks to all my Picassos, they've been cashing happening me for the dumbest shit. And now I, every week I get, can you please do the cat scat? Because I do the music come on, I do the dance go. Give them the background, B. Tell them what it's about. Get your ass up. Get, get, get. <laughs> but what's it about, B? Tell them people why it's you started doing the cat. She's yes. trying to get off the porch. Well, I, now, Sherry, there's more to it. Girl, I have to, every morning, that can't be out there on my porch because there's two people on both sides of me that feed it. So it runs between my porch, but it likes to be on my little cozy area. So I open the door, I'd be like, Joe, and then they'd be looking at me. So then I got to go out there and go like that, like three four times. So uh, now, you you don't have any sense. I know I do this dance called a stray cat scat. Okay, you don't yeah. have sense in your because body. You know, I'm thinking like, why do the cat? Why won't it go and chill on the people porch that feeds it? But then I because guess, we like, always we always want who don't want us. It's just it's just something <laughs> that happens. You want to be with those who don't want you. It's whether it's humans or cats. And now when that cat see me, it run. It don't run. It kind of trot away like, oh, here come this heifer. Let me just go on on this side. I don't even feel like it. But it takes its time. Like, I live here too, and you should share. And I'm thinking like, no, you shedding all over my porch. You don't pay no rent or nothing. You can't be chilling over here. You got people feeding you for free. It's a mess, Sherry. The lady next to me that made a little cat bed, bought the little thing for it, <laughs> got the collar on the neck. I was like, how you even catch that shit? It's straight to put the little thing on the neck. So I got the little bed over there. Go chill in your bed where you got heat. Stay off my... I got spikes all over my furniture. Everywhere. I can't even sit on my own shit because of the cats. I got to remove like 12 grates of spikes if I want to sit okay. on my furniture. Okay, with the spikes. You're going to have PETA. After no, these. because they're cat safety. That's what they're for. They're cat repellents, and it's to train oh. cats. Oh, they're not keep... spikes. I thought they they're were spikes. Things that stick up that make it uncomfortable for birds and cats and dogs to sit on your furniture. I thought you meant like sell them on Amazon, twenty in a pack for thirty dollars, and I got them. <laughs> and it's right on my not sanctioned by me. I'm just saying because I don't want them sitting on my furniture, shedding oh, hair. I know I ain't the only one got stray cat problems that live in the city. So if you want some uh, tips, watch Tighten Up Tuesday. Watch Tighten not Up Tuesday. I don't love cats. I love cats, but not stray ones that piss on my porch. <laughs> Everybody think I got a cat coming over here smell my funky porch. I think this may be a good time to read some comments. Hey, uh, while we're reading comments, uh, thanks to everybody for tuning in. How's my mic volume? Let me know. Uh, we have a poll. We have a poll, Sherry, and we have the results from this poll. Uh, thank you to the uh, over 200 votes that we received. Who would you eat first if oh, stranded? 
bringing up the rear, shout out to Charles, who had a very funny comment about this. Charles Dodson, I'd hate to have to eat either of them, but if I start with B-flat, I know I will at least get high before I die of starvation. <laughs> In the bloodstream. In second place. You float out in ocean and be like, hey, it's a beautiful day. In second place, the woman with the number one new talk show. Her name is Sherry Shepard with 38%. And the most edible of the two Funny Mamas family, Kim Whitley at 47%. You can catch her on Act Your Age next month on Bounce. Oh, that's right. Kim Whitley, thank you for voting, everybody. We appreciate that. Uh, Kim Whitley, she will really appreciate that she won, that she's got more fatty parts for you to digest. (laughs) (laughs) Kim Whitley is going to be on her new sitcom. She's the star uh, and co-starring Tisha Campbell and Yvette Nicole Brown. It's on BET. Is it Bounce or BET Plus? It's on Bounce and it's on March 4th. It's on Bounce TV. And it's coming out March when? Fourth. March 4th. And it's called Act Your Age. And it's like a, a black golden girls. I'm oh, so excited for him. Yeah. So they, and uh, it's even talks of them picking it up for next season, but it's called Act Your Age on Bounce TV. And you can go to audible.com and sign up for her podcast. It's called Kim, K Y M. Variety call uh, put it as one of the top 10 audible podcasts that you could listen to for 2022, which is that's quite a feat. And um, there was something else. She just finished a Christmas movie, but I don't know the that name of it. So it won't be, won't be out, out till Christmas. Uh, we do have, Christmas some more, have some more comments if you want them. Uh, you've got some new listeners or new viewers that are new to the channel and they have said that they will now support B-flat because she's very funny. They have not oh, seen you before. You. That's like Sherry's favorite that. thing, if you guys didn't know that. Sherry loves lifting people up and showing, yes, shining a light on her friends. Um, I do. Yes, it's some people like B-flat. I love B-flat so much because I met B-flat, for those of you who don't know the story who are joining us, I met B-flat oh, over 20 years ago, wasn't it, Mama? Yes, uh, no and I was doing a... Um, a play called Vagina Monologues, and it was in Cleveland, Kim's hometown. And so Kim uh, was, she was uh, shooting Curb Your Enthusiasm at the time. And she was supposed to be performing at this like comedy gig and she couldn't make it. So she, she said, Sherry, could you fill in for me? And I said, sure. And I went to the gig and when I tell you, it was so, it was sold out, but it was so many like, <laughs> I don't know what part of Cleveland we was in, but it, I, the, the, the type of people that was there scared me. And I it was, was like, really, but it was fun. It was it was, <laughs> you had fun. I was scared I to death. It, this club was so hood in Cleveland. And I was like, I didn't know anybody. I didn't know any of the comics. And when I tell you, B flat walked in just the same way she is now. Just she don't care. She just bobbing. She just, <laughs> she walked in bobbing, and she was so kind to me. And she, I remember people who are kind to me, and 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 I and I especially remember people because people are nice to me now because they they want something or they they want to come on the show or they want you know you get a I get a lot more people who. Uh, I have people that are nice to me. I have people that are nice to me because of Sherry Shepard, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I do remember people who are kind to me, 
when it wasn't when I was just like this shy comic, which I was. And B was so sweet. She was so fun to me. And I got up. I didn't get that much laughter. But when I tell you B flat headlined this club and it was packed, she got up in this thing. And I just sat there like this. Wow. She's so funny. Wow. And I couldn't stop laughing. And there are some jokes. When you remember comics that you love, you remember some of their jokes. And there was a joke that B, B did. It was a joke where she was talking about how she loved dating these men. And, you know, B is like Kim. They are just like, like, I'll get with this one and drop them like this. And I'll get with that one and drop them like this. And she said, and I can't stand these damn kids because I was dating this dude. And that little girl going to look at me talking about, are you my new mommy? And B said, no, I'm just effing your daddy. (laughs) When I tell you, I was like, wow. That was funny. That's what she, I used to do that joke about the dude would say, you want to watch my kids? And I'd be like, watch them do what? What they finna do? <laughs> they talented. Let me see. I'm not you had watch. another joke. You uh, had another joke about, do you remember the joke you did about being so high and you watching the ants or something? Oh, yeah. Be- <laughs> Girl, I used to do about watching the ants carry shit. Yeah, I like, oh, I'll be watching the ants carry spoons. I'll be going in the house and getting stuff for them to carry. Ah, I don't even do that joke no Every now and then I might. But yeah, when but I'm this is the thing I love about B flat. She always has new material. But that night, I just remember looking at her going, I want to be her friend. Like she just was so sweet and so funny and she paid you she paid attention to me and we have just been friends since then and, so and i love being in your life be, yeah just have been friends and i i have always said be flat and every comic will agree with me this is the thing when you got a good name amongst comics if you ask the male comics who's one of their top five be flat comes up all the time and so i've always said b flat is one of the most underrated comics like in the game like if you've never seen b flat on stage i would tell y'all follow b flat at and at all her flats is b flat so it's flat out p-h-l-a-t flat out funny and they're all p-h's i don't know what's wrong with this girl that she won't use f's they're all p-h's she's the delta balance Oh, your oh. pH balance. Yeah, I'm keeping my pH in balance. Okay. <laughs> All yeah. of that. Follow B flat. She's a Delta and she's yes. raw. She's raw Delta. She got Delta branded from the fire. You know, like when they take the damn right brand. On right on my thigh. Right on her thigh. Like it ain't like, a lot no. of Deltas that got that. That ain't for the week. But follow B flat when she's in your town. Please run and see her. Cause this girl, and she will be on my show on, uh, you know, you was definitely in the top, but then we get, I also have to listen to the top. Nah, um, yeah, you gotta do what you gotta bring do. On her well, B-flat will definitely be coming to the show. Uh, we just can't let her smoke weed and cuss. That's and the only thing. I won't smoke and weed. And you can't drink. And I don't know anybody who can drink. Who who can count the number of cuss words didn't come out of Flat's mouth? On now, the you know what? I just taped uh, the Afro channel 
uh, night special that aired last Saturday, and I didn't even know it aired. But the funny thing is, the Picassos that saw me the month before, they were like, oh my God, because you couldn't cuss or anything. And Tight Mike was so nervous. And him and Jamie John, they were like, B, just don't don't talk about I said, look, all you got to worry about is I ain't going to cuss. Just tell me how much time I got to do. I'm going to do my thing. They already asked me back. I did my thing. I got a standing ovation. It was so funny. And everybody that saw me before the month before, they was like, you did a whole different show. And you just, I said, I don't even know what I just did. Did somebody record it? All I knew is I wasn't supposed to cuss. <laughs> so I'm well, like, I'm I'm putting another one. You can't get high either, and you can't oh, drink. No, I know that. But the thing about me, you know, I'm super professional. I do I what I got to do where I need to be. So I just said, look, just tell me the stipulations. So I peeped out there, saw what I needed to see, and I did this totally whole different show. And Carlotta was like, you're amazing. You did a whole different show from when you I said, girl, I hope you recorded it because I don't know what I just said. I said, but I did record it on my phone so that I can listen to it. But it was a no, whole nice, great, clean crazy show i did i'm teasing you i know you are are very professional i was nervous you was nervous i was nervous when you were doing promo on local news here i was like i don't know if it's going to translate and then sherry what'd she do tore the house down i did and you know i made the news people get up and get your day started girl i had them on there looking crazy i was like girl you can do it get your oh What's a, a movie that your day started? So Julia was like, yes, and when I go back, we getting our day started. You better do something. Um, huh? That's just the movie. person. That's the person that you are. No matter where you are, you're going to have people cracking up. And you just one of the real ones. And I'm, I'm excited for you because... You know, I y'all got to check out B Flat on her YouTube videos because she does like she's just amazing, and I love her so much. And that's why I also I want y'all to see Game Face Kevin Hart because this heifer here, uh, I guess she didn't get the memo that she couldn't drink on Kevin's show, and Kevin even told her. So this is the one time, I, Chris. I will say B Flat is very professional. Now yes. she over here don't you give me just give me the parameters, and I'll do what you tell. <laughs> Just tell me what you want. All I care about is you tell me how much time I got to do. Now, this was Kevin the whole time. Uh, me, me. You can't, you can't get high on my show. Me, you can't, <laughs> can't get high on my show. Me, uh, me. You can't be drinking. Um, oh, I didn't. Oh, I ain't supposed to be drinking. Oh shit! I didn't spill my wine all over the fucking floor. <laughs> I did spill the wine all. <laughs> I did spill fucking wine on on the floor. Like, oh shit. Where my wine go? Wine all over my blonde hardwood floors. I was like, "What is you doing, drink?" B and then Kevin's like, "B, you can't be drinking on the show." <laughs> I swear to God. Oh, we, we Roxy Diaz was on the show with her person and Candy Burris. They all looking at the screen like, "Who is this woman?" Crazy woman. <laughs> up a storm. Curse. And then she go look at me. Like, okay, well, can I smoke? No, you can't smoke on the show, B. Oh. Y'all gotta see it. Chris, they Crazy. was talking shit. And Kevin was talking this shit. Is me the whole like, time. But you know they was talking shit about us, Sherry, about us being older. I was like, y'all talking shit. We about to show out. And don't let me cut up. I was like, shit, talk <laughs> what you want to say, Kevin. Shit. Oh my gosh. It, I tell you, I had so much fun, but it's so <laughs> B. You can't curse on the show. 
I didn't cuss that much, but oh, me and Kevin had fun going back and forth. It was fun. It was really, it, it was, it really I was, was so excited. I can't wait till it airs. Till it airs Cause when I tell you, Kevin was cracking up at B. We, it was so much fun to do this you know, show Kevin, with her. You always be talking about why Kevin don't do this for you. Why Kevin, you know, Kevin, you know, I said, Kevin ain't never going to forget that I was going to leave him at the border and told him to call his mama. <laughs> it was all right. I said, Kevin, you're not going to make me. He left his passport in my house. We was 10 hours away from, we, I done drove 10 hours up to Toronto. We get to the damn border. He talking about, B, uh, Tori gave me the wrong camera bag. I left my passport in your house. I said, you better call your mama because you might be stuck here. <laughs> This time I was going to cost $300. <laughs> How did he get out? They let us in. And then when we let, what, and the funny, Canada, that girl, this was like 20 years ago. Back then, it was so funny because you know how Ke little Kevin looked. Yes. Looked, they thought he was my son. They just let us out. I just showed my thing They let us get out the damn country. But coming in, I had to show the contract and all the other stuff and let them know that we were coming there to perform and I had my work permit. We were doing yuck yucks and they had us hemmed up and Kevin got, he called his mama and she's like, am I going to, they will make us pay a $300 fee. Girl, I ain't got $300. They was paying us like $600. I had to get Kevin ass like two. I was getting four. <laughs> he was getting two. Kevin Hart, did y'all yeah. see here, was getting $200 for a gig. This is a mega millionaire right now. So his mama was going to have to send, but they were like, we're going to go ahead and let him in. So they let us in. And then they gave us some kind of little paper in case we had to show it to get out. But girl, they ain't even asked us. We drove right out. I showed my passport and drove right out of that shit. We made our little money and came on. 10 hour drive. That's 20 hours. Driving up the Toronto and back. Yeah. When Kevin saw B flash, in the back of his oh. mind, he'd be like, damn, B was straight up going to leave me at the border. I was. I don't have no regrets. That's one thing in life. You can't have regrets. It's part of your journey. Shit. I even always remind my be like, Kevin, remember I was going to leave you at the border and told you to call your mom. That was oh good. That was funny. That's the truth. I got a couple comments for you and a question. If you're ready, Sherry. Yes. Cassandra Brennan. Chris, tell Sherry I was watching her show and my granddaughter walked in and she said, who is that lady? I said, her name is Sherry Shepard. She said, she's pretty. Look at that. That granddaughter's not after your money or your fame. She just That's sees it. That's the sweetest Isn't that nice? Thing. Oh, now I wish that she was a man and 52 years older. Thank you. <laughs> and she going to say her granddaughter is 47. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> oh my gosh, that would be so sweet, literally. Right. That's hysterical. Uh, thank, tell her, uh, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Oh, guess who we had on the show today? Because you like country music, don't you? Yes, I do. Guess who's on the show today? Jimmy Allen, the black country singer, was on the show today. I love me some black. You need to have Kane Brown on there. Black country singer. Oh. Key's okay, excited. Will, Key's excited. Uh, we're having yes. Mickey Guyton come back. Uh, Kane okay. Brown. I got to write that down. Kane, Kane Brown is all that. And a bunch yeah, of we, chicken. We've never had, I will tell them about Kane Brown. We've had J yes. Jimmy Allen came today. Um, 
And he's and it's so funny because he's performing at Madison Square Garden. He's opening for Carrie Underwood. And he okay. asked me to come and see him. And I had to think about it. He was like, oh, you ain't doing nothing. I said, first of all, how do you figure I'm not doing nothing? Doing podcast. Right. <laughs> Don't tell me I'm not doing nothing. I'm going to be flat tonight. And I was like, yeah, you know, it's be flat. Yeah. Right. Uh, question about the Sherry I, Show. I, I like a lot of country singers and just a couple black country singers. But I really like Kane Brown. He's dope. I'll put him there. Yes. A question was emailed to two funny mamas at gmail.com. This is from, um, I believe this is the government name. Nunya Bitness. Um, just curious. What were the ratings when Kim was on the Sherry show compared to previous shows? I believe that's referring to, uh, last week's appearance. Uh, I don't want to say cause Kim may be watching. And I don't want her to get a big ass head. <laughs> that's good to yeah, hear. That's the answer. It was a good rating. I uh, guess. Let me see. I'm gonna let me text John. Uh, let me see. John, somebody know him. The ratings. Wait a minute. Hold on one second. John, just, did we get the ratings from when Kim was on the show? Question mark. I had a funny John moment last week. I just what? met a lady in Bossier City that knows John. One of my soul doctor. Everybody know him. Everybody know John. Yeah, because he he travels a lot. He does a lot of work. Like like John Murray, uh, you know, people see John and they think, oh, is that Sherry's sidekick? John Murray has known Kim and I. He actually knew Kim first. Kim introduced me to John. But John uh, was an entertainment, or still is. He doesn't do it as much. Entertainment pundit, entertainment journalist. John literally knows everybody in Hollywood. John knows where every bone is buried because everybody tells him that. Um, he does a lot of uh, management for people, crisis control, like people call John Murray. So John was always, you would see him on CNN and doing all the pundit stuff. And when I asked uh, John, because he would always help me when I filled in for Wendy, he would help me like craft my thoughts. Because a lot of times I'm going to say this right now, when I'm tired, I get to talk in the diary of the mouth, which gets me in a lot of trouble. It, it, I've always gotten in trouble when I was little. I got in trouble in the middle years. I got in trouble in high school. I get in trouble now. So a lot of times I got in trouble on The View, my uh, diary of the mouth when I'm tired. And so sometimes, so he helps me articulate, he would help me when I filled in, kind of articulate my thoughts so they were succinct and I could get my jokes out. And so when they offered me the talk show, I had always told John because we produce stuff together. And I always said, John, if I get a talk show, you have to come and like be right there with me. So when I got the talk show, I said, you have to become the executive producer because I cannot make this journey without you. And I really had to fight for John. And basically I was like, I won't do the journey without John. So he gave up really a big part of his career because he was moving up, up, up. And he gave up pretty much all of that to come on board with me because producing a talk show, people who watch it see him in the front. John had Janet Jackson come on when she surprised me. That was John Murray. He did that. We got people. Guests, huh? He know a lot like, of people. I'm everywhere I go, somebody knows. Know. And John calls in a lot of favors. So I can't, I don't think that we've announced them yet, but we got a big group coming on 
uh, on the show. John Murray, he gets a lot of people there. He makes a lot of stuff happen. And when you see the success of my show is literally like, it's our brainchild and he makes it happen in the back. He's there in the morning and he's there till late. So a lot of things that I do in my act one, we call it my act one, where I do hot topics and stuff like that. Yeah. John Murray is behind, he comes in a room every day and cause I don't have a joke writer. So I do my, I do my own material. And so he would, it doesn't take a lot from you. If it hey, don't stress. Let's, let's give Sherry some credit too. I know yeah. like for a fact. You don't realize how hard that is to do your own stuff. It, oh my gosh. Speaking of, speaking of Ellen. Yeah. Ellen had a daytime talk show. I can name two people that we do a podcast here with Midcoast Media, Greg Fitzsimmons and Mike Gibbons, incredibly talented writers who've worked on all kinds of fun stuff. They were part of a, a cast of seven or eight writers. When I tell you, people on talk shows have writers. Nick Cannon had four writers uh, who helped him with his jokes. Ellen DeGeneres had a ton of writers. I don't have any, I don't have any writers. I, it's me. And I have to, and I'm gonna give a shout out to Norman. Norman. The, I got people who are just naturally funny around me, Norman. And there's another producer named Ashley. So when we go over our, what I'm going to talk about in the morning, I might come in and say, oh my gosh, this such, such and such happened. It was so funny. Now I'm a comic, so I know how to craft it. So it's funny, mm -hmm. but they add things. Cause you know, when people are adding things, B, it makes you think of even more stuff. No, and true. so they and they'll say something and it'll spark more funny. But that's typically what a writer would do. Like a writer would sit with me and say, Sherry, we got this topic. Here's seven, eight jokes that you could just pull from. So I don't have that. So when I'm sitting on that chair, it's literally me coming up with stuff off of my head. But what John does is he crafts it because a lot of times with that, you'll say things that may not be politically correct. You may say things that right. are going to get you because it's a live show a lot of talk shows are pre-taped so if you say something crazy they can edit that out right. or if you have right. technical difficulties they edit that out my i'm sitting on the couch we're alive if i burp if i because one time i did the podcast b and i couldn't stop coughing so chris he just shut the podcast off all right <laughs> <laughs> that was <laughs> he didn't say yeah. um okay we gonna get sherry a minute I thought... all i was i was coughing <laughs> he just went bloody i was <laughs> That was was that last week you're talking about? I, no, it was oh. like a couple weeks ago. I couldn't stop coughing. Oh yeah, we <laughs> just said yeah. I thought it was I thought it was better comedic timing to just end it and just. Uh, when I was so. sitting there on the computer, because I had stopped and I was like, "Are we going? Is Chris going to come back on? Are we going to do it?" Like, wasn't nobody there from Mid Coast Media. Chris shut it down and went home. I was like, "Hello, is are we going to finish the podcast?" <laughs> What's that? Did you blame it on the internet like you do on Tighten Up Tuesday? Well, see, <laughs> B doesn't pay her cable bill sometimes. So I take, I take up if you if you if you really want to get into it, uh guys. No. That man, that was a bad uh that was a bad run we where we lost internet. It like was one of those times. but like being on a live show, um if being on a live show like those kind of things, because they're live, they can't edit those out. So no. if I start coughing real bad, that's probably my biggest fear is that I will have a coughing fit if I, if, cause sometimes I'll be on such a roll, you know, you take a deep breath and you'll be talking <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh, if I start coughing, like it's live. So I don't have a net and, that's um, terrible. 
what, what John does is he helps me so that I don't get no trouble because sometimes I'll say things that I think is funny that may offend some people. I'll say things that may, you know, trigger somebody's feelings. I, you know, whoever's watching me. And so um, I, I'm so thankful for John because, you know, they renewed us, Sherry, the Sherry Show for two more years, which means that John, this is his life right now. And I, when I gave that announcement and I cried because I looked at him, he gave up so much to take this journey with me, but it has my name on it, you know? And like Miss Oprah said to me, sometimes I have to make these really hard decisions and I feel bad, but it's a, a learning lesson. She says, Sherry, the show lives or dies by you. Like if this show don't work, they're not gonna look and be like, oh, you know, well, Chris from Midcoast Media shut the show down. They're gonna go, Sherry, it was you. So, and I, I love using your name, Chris. But she says, they don't blame the producers because you have bad producers. It's you. So I have to, you know, get, you know, it's a lot of stuff that I got to be harsh with because it's got to be right. Exactly. But, uh, and it is people's livelihoods. It is. And I, I, I'm very thankful for John Murray. And, and a lot of people don't understand that behind every star, there's always somebody giving up their passion or what they may want to do to help you succeed. If they really truly believe in what you're doing, they don't resent it. They just go along and just help you out. And those are the people you know are true to you, especially if they're willing to put a part of their life on hold, you know. Well, you know. Oh, I might hit the lottery. It don't even, it's not even that kind of thought. It's like they truly believe in a dream and what, you know what I'm saying, and a passion of a person. And that's a hard one. Because believe me, I, I have people that support me wholeheartedly and they put on, their shit on hold for me in terms of supporting. Because they so, believe in what you're, yeah, what you're doing. Exactly. I think for John and I, we've had this vision yeah. of being able to lift people up, which is why we got the Laugh Lounge of people, mm -hmm. comics wouldn't necessarily be able to come on a talk show and sit on the couch. Because, you know, the thing about it, I think... Uh, people go, oh, you got a talk show. I want to come on the talk show. It's much harder than that because talk shows are on the air. You got to have ratings. You have to have, the ratings have to show. And so, you know, some people want to go on a talk show, but if the audience doesn't know who that person is sitting on the couch, it's so much competition that I have. Other talk shows, streaming networks. So if there's somebody that you may not recognize and then you go, well, I don't know who they are. And you say, oh, but this talk show got this guest and I know who they are or, Oh, this is on Netflix. You're going to turn it off. And that makes my ratings go down. So, you know, sometimes I have to explain to people, I just can't have everybody. That's why we have a lot of big celebrities. Like you got to explain that to people. Cause you know how stuff works. Well, you, you know, because I, I think that people who as know as you say yes to them, they ain't going to ask you for no explanation, but when they're no, not, but, you know, I, I think some people feel like, because I'm a black woman and it's mm. so hard for us to get a chance. You know, right. I get a lot of people in my DMs who are like, you know, I wrote a book on, uh, gosh, this is a harsh one, violence against women. And I would love to come on your show. They've self-published their book. Uh, and I want, I want to help so many people, but the, the practical of it is, if it's not going to make my ratings go like every once in a while I can do some things, but a talk show is dependent upon advertisers and the numbers. 
And so, you know, on my podcast, because I have a platform to explain it is why I do. That's why it's hard to get on a talk show. When people say, I've sent, you know, to Tamron and Jennifer Hudson and you and none of y'all answering and this, this amazing thing. And it's just like, you know, it's, uh, I got a head that I have to answer to. And it's about these ratings. So we try to put people in. Like we had, we had a Dr. Bobby Jones on the show. You remember Bobby Jones? Yes. <laughs> yes. And when I tell you, it did my heart so, like, we had to fight for Bobby Jones because a lot of people didn't know who Bobby Jones was. But when he came out, he got a standing ovation. We had to turn people away. It was hundreds of people that came to see Bobby Jones. And we had to turn people away. And when I tell you, Bobby Jones has never been on a mid um, uh, mainstream media show. It's always been gospel stuff. So my right. show was the one. He's 84 years old, and I've always wanted to give him his flowers because right. he was the Don Cornelius of Soul Train. Oh, yeah. He did that for the gospel folks. He was yeah. what Dick Clark did to pop music. He was that person for and to be able to give him a, you know who coming on, girl? Uh Ooh. Friday. Tom Joyner from it's the so Tom funny morning, morning show. I just had Sybil Wilkes on the show about a month ago. And she had me frame some photos because she's a photographer. She's into photography. So oh I framed I showed her some cool ways to frame photos with belts. Just like regular old belts. So and she I, loves it. She's another support of women. She, when I filled yes. in for Wendy, uh, I brought mm-hmm. Sybil Wilkes on to give Sybil her flowers. I bought, oh my gosh. And so some things I can do that's just been a passion of mine. Sylvia Traymore Morrison. Do you I know Sylvia? Know. Sylvia Tretmore Morrison was one is the first black female impressionist. She oh. did, was she was the first black female writer on Saturday Night Live. Sylvia Tretmore Morrison. When I tell you, a lot of us don't know who this woman is that opened up a lot of doors. Sylvia Tretmore Morrison was a stand-up comic but couldn't get booked. Back in the day, B, but so they told her be in the beauty pageant. She got in the Miss USA beauty pageant and tied with a woman named Bernadette Stannis. Do you remember Bernadette Stannis? I don't. From Good Times. Oh, I didn't know that was Thelma's last name. I knew her first name was Bernadette. Bernadette Stannis. Her and Thelma tied. Because all Sylvia wanted to do was do stand-up, but they wouldn't book her. So her and Bernadette Sanders tied for first place in the Miss USA pageant. Bernadette Sanders got a call from an agent in Hollywood and went on to do a show called Good Times with Jimmy J.J. Walker. Sylvia Traymore Morrison got a call from the USO, and she went overseas and did um, uh, her stand-up comedy for the troops. Then she came, and uh, Red Fox saw her and oh, said, I'm going to fly you out to L.A. and manage you. And she opened for Red Fox. And then after Red Fox, she was doing stuff with Richard Pryor. Then she was at somebody couldn't do a roast uh, for Richard Pryor, somebody, uh, no, it's from Muhammad Ali. They couldn't make it, so they said, call Sylvia Traymore Morrison. She got up 
and did impressions of all of these people, including Muhammad Ali, and he yeah. loved her. Then she was back on the road. This is like somebody who we, you as stand-up comics, need to know. And nobody knew about this woman. And she came on my laugh lounge. And when I tell you to watch the audience go crazy, Kiki Shepard came have to, on uh, Showtime at the Apollo. I always got to give a shout out to my sewer, Kiki Shepard. I love Kiki, working with her. I'm not doing the Delta. I don't want y'all to get on oh, me. You I'm not. No only jumped up the screen to scratch you up, shit. You know, I'm not even trying. Y'all, I'm not doing the Delta thing. You I'm just like, Joy. Kiki <laughs> Shepard. I'm not, I'm not disrespecting. Kiki Shepard uh, came on the show and everybody gave her a standing ovation. And That's to be girl. able to give kiki her flowers and she told us all about her experiences so to live out this dream of doing my talk show and be able to have people on that i've always admired um, or i was supposed to know about is wow. such a blessing to be able to say b you ain't even got to audition you're gonna be on the show we're gonna have weed for you in your green room because you know I don't be smoking everybody's stuff. That's one of my rules. I have my own stuff. Oh well, bring on your own stuff. Give it to me. I'll buy it for you. I'll buy it from you for you, and I'll, I'll gift wrap it and put it. Oh no! The one thing I don't want to be doing is having red eyes in the morning, looking crazy on TV. So you know, don't I never. Red oh no! I'll, I'm sure I'll be gummied up. Audience <laughs> has not answered me about Kim Whitley, but I know that she did really well. Ken Whitley came on the show to with me, and we had the Magic Mike Live strippers on. And Kim oh, uh, was amazing. She was so daggone good. And now, you know, that was what that Kim Whitley can think off the top of her head. I mm. don't like the male stripper thing. I don't no, like it was that. fun. Because we were celebrating singles. Yeah. Even like when my girls were going to be having like the bachelorette parties back then, they'd be trying to get up on you all greasy and shit. I never liked that. <laughs> Mm. I used to be like, well, oh my god, he's too greasy. He don't have no hair on his chest. Look like a boy. I like a man. That's hysterical. He's never like all that nasty dancing up on me. So I would be the person they behind the bar, like serving the drinks at the baby shower. I ain't never thought it was appropriate to have strippers at the baby shower, but they would be there. Well, that ain't no baby. It's I know, but baby like, in your stomach. I know, but I would just be the person behind the bar selling drinks. Like, oh, they are cutting up. Somebody grandma over there with a booty in her face. <laughs> That's I the just, funniest thing. Yeah, it'd be the grandmas there and they'd be up on the grandma and the grandma be like You know, I never like strippers to pick me up. I don't like that. Like they yeah. can give me a lap dance. I don't like to be up in the air because my I had a uh, I threw a bridal shower for my girlfriend mm -hmm. and we had four different strippers come in. Every 15 minutes was a new stripper and one picked me up and I told him <laughs> at the beginning, I was so mad, I said to him I am the host of the show. I'm the one paying you. Do not pick yeah. me up. And he picked me up and swung me uh. upside down. And I had a ponytail and it fell off my ponytail. I was so <laughs> mad at him because I was like, my ponytail. And you know, I ain't got but this but bit of hair. That's it. So the ponytail <laughs> fall off. It ain't like I got long hair underneath. And I was so mad, I kept going, put me down. And he kept, you know, because when they pick you up, they be bumping you. Yeah, and see, I was I, like, that's what I don't like. I don't feel like they got to touch you. If you want to do your dance and be all out there doing that and sliding on the ground in the grass and shit on the swift and slide, fine. 
Don't get up on me. I don't care what you do. I don't like when they be trying to get up. And I'm not giving you my dollar. I want these people that I do not tip because that's not nothing that I'm into. So I'm not about to give you my money. But because I enjoy the art thing from afar, but don't get up on me. I don't like that when the oh no. no I don't mind. I don't mind. Yeah. It's like it's for the show. And I know women are loving it, but there's they so many other women out there that love that. I feel like they pick out the ones that they know that they can irritate. Especially it'd be like a woman over there, she'd be having twenties all hanging out the bra. And then but they go over there and get the shy one that's looking crazy sitting there with a cup of coffee like me. <laughs> with a cup of coffee. Okay, yeah, first of all, you have a cup of coffee at a store. I'm looking like, uh, I'm just here to look at the show. Don't be over here. I ain't got nothing but a cup of coffee and two dollars. They uh they did so. not pick up Kim and I because we told them don't pick us up. Because I said, first of all, Kim and Kim was like, I don't know why they can't pick us up. I think that'd be funny. And I said, Kim, you have a bad back, and I'm gonna wet my pants. And so they're they're Sherry. in the show. Sherry, the two old picked up. Yes, uh, if you're if you all are listening and you're tuned in to Two Funny Mamas, I highly recommend you go back and watch on YouTube that episode with Kim. And I'm, I'm uploading some photos right now, uh, Key. If you want to pop them, <laughs> it up. Really was so but funny. so I heard the laugh. I heard the laugh. I've done this show with you for long enough. Kim got you going, and B, when I say I heard the laugh, the alarm was sounding in my head. It was the uh oh, Sherry's about to pee. <laughs> <laughs> it took it to that gear of laughter. It was really funny. It was great. Great um, job by you too. It was you so much fun having you. Upload, Chris. There's some oh, photos. Yeah. We'll we'll show some photos in just a second. Uh, oh, yeah, it was. Uh, Kim was fun. People keep asking for Kim to come back, but the re- we probably won't have Kim back. Um, not this season because we're on a budget. And so Kim is, <laughs> Kim ain't cheap. That was this. Kim. She came out with a money gun. Oh, okay. <laughs> and you know, Kim said, Chris, oh, so you got your little talk show. I, I like- see you with, with your little talk show. Because I didn't got on Kim about telling, saying everything little. Little. <laughs> she did say that. <laughs> whose, choice, whose choice was it for her? She looked great. I loved the green. She looked amazing. She looked amazing. It was well, all I know is, Sherry, when I come on the show, don't say shit to me about wearing three things that you gave me. And don't be like, be letting that my shirt. Is that the shoes I gave you? Is that the pants I gave <laughs> I'm saying my That is another life. thing. I, I, the one thing I explain to people, because Kim came out in sunglasses, and uh-huh. she put the sunglasses on because she said, she knew it would irritate me and I probably was going to say something. <laughs> and I did not. And that's another thing, B. You have to come on the laugh lounge. I get a certain amount of time and I don't want to take away from it put, making it about me. So you got six minutes to come out and kill. I will, You could be wearing everything oh, my hair and I won't oh, say nothing. Good. I will get to your first question because I know I got so much time to give to you. And, and people don't realize six minutes, which it's is quick. what we give our guests on the couch, goes back quick. If we start, if we do 30 seconds, that's a lot of time. So Kim no, was I'm like, why saying- are you saying nothing about my glasses? Because I didn't want to take time away from oh, you. I'm just saying, don't be mentioning that I'm going to have on three pieces that you gave me. I'm saving them. <laughs> 
I'm saving them for my debut. I'll be like, no. I, I I apologize. I get a lot of messages and uh, and DMs from people with suggestions and emails and all that stuff. So thank you for always uh, supporting the show and doing that. I apologize. I can't find who sent it to me, but I don't have the photo. But Jack A was on Jennifer Hudson's show the next day. Also, oh, wearing- I'll send it to you because I sent it to Kim. I was like, Jack A got the same suit on. Or the same oh, outfit. The same suit. I said she was on Jennifer Hudson. I said, ain't I don't know how that happens. All I these said, clothes. I don't know how that happens. I thought I it was hilarious. They had that outfit that say who wore it best. First of all, it shouldn't have been two of them. If they are stars. I look at it. It shouldn't have been two of them damn outfits. Talking about who wore it when best. I tell you I, oh, here it go. Wait, is this Jennifer Hudson? Oh, I don't think I have a. I don't think I have. I can. I can find it. I can find it. Yeah, but I got. I can show the one that I got. That is Jackie. <laughs> yes, yeah, just suit on. Yep. Jackie got and and I'm looking for it because I sent him side by side and Kim said, "Who was that?" I said, "That's you, your other half <laughs> on the Jennifer Hudson show." Jack Yay got a green suit on with black hair, and you on my show with a green suit on green and black suit. hair. Y'all heifers need to talk to each other before you do a talk show. This is ridiculous. I said, you, y'all keep trying to tell people you're different, but you keep doing stuff the same. That's what I'm saying. What the heck is going on? When you go to these designers, you got to be able to sue them when you walk up there and say, uh, do anybody else got this outfit? And they say, okay. oh, no, it's exclusive to you. And then you see somebody else with it on, be like, oh, I want my money back because so-and-so had that on at the Oscars. Hey, what are when the chances? You, that that shade of green, too. That's what that's that the chance. Because that Both industry is small, Chris. A lot of people be having the same stylist, all kind of different stuff. You know, they you just never know. All yeah, I know I'm is putting, I'm putting one. If together. I'm getting an exclusive, if I'm rich and I got all that money, they make This is yep. Kim with me. Look at it. Got the same thing, Jack A. Yes. Green same and design. black hair. Them <laughs> two look just and, and there's Jack A again. Wait, hold on, so I can put it. Oh, green with black so much. hair. That's so funny. That was the oh, funny. Oh, I got it. Oh, here it is. Here it is together. This is both of them. Look at that. Oh, look man. at that. Both and thank God you got your hair down, Sherry, because if you had your hair back, they'd say you had a damn Jennifer foot. Oh, that's a loaded key. Oh, I'm so glad you had your hair down. <laughs> they had your hair out. <laughs> we got, well, you know, Jennifer doesn't do, Jennifer does, um, the really beautiful bobs and she does yeah. she does really blow that up top. look at this sorry Sherry. Why you, look at that look at that do you see that kim that's kim willie at the top with me and that's jack a with green suits <laughs> with jennifer <laughs> pretty funny these two need to talk to each other <laughs> and then they keep saying they ain't they not one in the same that they not uh, the same. there you have it right there they're kindred spirits and don't even know it don't even know it. I cracked don't up. Don't even know it. Cracked up mm-hmm. when I saw that. I need to send Maybe. Jennifer Hudson a picture. I'm gonna That's text her. Send me that picture, Chris, because I'm gonna send it to Jennifer. 
And hey, you know your guests are wearing the same thing as my guest, girl. We got me, me and you got to talk. <laughs> that's what happened when our shows are down the hallway from each other. We got to share wardrobe. Our shows are down the hallway from each other. Y'all watch Sherry, watch Jennifer Hudson, and then watch uh, Tamron Hall, three black women on TV. Yeah, on daytime television doing well, it. It's something that, um, like somebody texted me and they said in my comments on one of the things, they were like, I just can't with you. And I said, well, I'm not for the faint of heart, but mm-hmm. you got my sister, Jennifer Hudson, or Tamron Hall. So don't give up on everybody. Right. If you're you not like me, go, go support the other the other sisters, you know? That's great. And if you don't I, like daytime talk, you can always watch Tighten Up Tuesday. Oh, my God. At 9 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> <At 9 laughs> I'm PM on Tuesday. Oh, I love you. And joking Um, and fun on Tighten Up Tuesdays. (laughs) Is there any uh, comments from. You bet uh, it. You bet. Marsha says the two stylists are laughing it up. What a coincidence. Uh, Darletha, uh, somebody's leaking info. How did they know Kim colors, Kim's colors and styles? Scratching her head. Uh, Alicia Waters says now you got to put Kim back on so she can wear a different outfit. Uh, Daphne is crying, laughing. Uh, we've got Elizabeth saying uh, Amen. Arlene says yes. I love that you promoted them in that post. Uh, Miss Cups says that's right. B. Antonia's laughing. Everybody's having a good time. Let me scroll up just a little bit. Uh, I've got a few more. We've got so many people in here. Thank you. There's a thousand people watching us right now. Uh, Thank you. JP. JP thought he was tripping whenever he saw the uh, the two. Uh, D. Perez had said hello earlier. I believe they're from a theater and wanted to say hey to Sherry. I can't. Hey. I can't see which theater that was, but. Yes, yeah, so she uh, <laughs> lots of lots of things going. Oh, Vernell, I don't go to strip clubs because I don't like. Uh, I never did like male strippers are nasty to me. That's why I would never hey. go. There you go. Bees, yeah, bees, your supporter as well. Oh, and all that stuff and they be doing ain't even right. Then three socks no. fall out. Hell no, people no. three socks <laughs> fall out. <laughs> Yeah, fine. Oh, oh boy, stuff, Sherry's man. fixing her. Oh, whatever they be doing. Oh, we'll do oh, that. We'll remind everybody. I've heard that strippers have to stuff. Sometimes they add a couple socks, you know, to. You know, uh, you know, I, I don't. I don't, I don't think so. I don't I go. I don't go to strip clubs, but this was the Magic Mike live experience, and Magic Mike is out, so yeah. we had the dancers come out. To like you know do the in, do the Valentine's Day, but I thought that we did it because I thought it would be really funny. It was hilarious. I thought the audience would be Kim. Literally, I couldn't see what Kim was doing. So when I watched it back, this daggone girl was acting like she was having the shakes. Somebody put in my comments, she was like, "What? What was wrong with Kim? I think she needed emergency care." I said that heifer was active, but she was good. She acted like she was going blind. She cursed. They had to bleep her behind yeah. now. We had to pay overtime to the people because Kim cursed. So they had to come back in. They don't like going back and re-editing stuff because it's overtime. And they right. had to bleep out her person. I was sitting there, <laughs> I was sitting there laughing, just staring at the TV to anyone walking in. So if you walk into the studio in the offices, it's a giant window. You can see everything that's happening from a block away on one of the busier streets in St. Louis. If you walk in, how big is yes. our TV when you walk in? 80 inches it's or something? Huge. I don't know. 70 inches. So I'm sitting, across the 
yeah so i'm watching oh, yeah. this so i'm watching because yeah. I, I i like to watch your highlights sherry and in between calls and stuff and i pop it up and that damn magic mike group is up there grinding all over kim i'm oh, i'm laughing my ass off it was so funny it was great and n walks a meeting and it's a dude he just walks in and he walks in and i'm sitting there staring like with my mouth open at Magic Mike and Sherry and Kim, and he's like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> I didn't hear him come in. I was like, "Oh, I was just catching up on Sherry's show." Yeah. Oh yeah, the strippers. That's hysterical. Uh, and also, Perez is from the King's Theater. If you're aware of uh, mm. what that, so the King's Theater in Brooklyn. I believe so. Oh my gosh, I was just there watching. Oh my god, I went to see Gregory Porter for Valentine's Day. Shout out to Gregory Porter. I ain't even gonna lie, I forgot it was Valentine's Day. Yeah. I, told you, I did my husband? Husband. I went what upstairs. Oh, good morning. Val- Happy Valentine's Day. Because my uncle Dirk, girl, I thought it was Monday and it was on that. T- t- and I was like, wait a minute. It is Valentine's I was thrown a day off. I've been thrown off, Sherry. Traveling. That's when you've been married for 12 years. And jumping around. And when my uncle Dirk he called that morning, he was like, good morning, Nisi, and Happy Valentine's Day. I was all on the camera, like, wait a minute. This is Valentine's <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. How long have you been married? How long you been married? Years. How many years? 13. You said, wait a minute. I sure did. Because I was down here working at like 6.30 in the morning. And I was like, wait a minute, Uncle Durkey. I was like, hey. I was like, oh, it is now. I said, Lord, let me go upstairs and say happy Valentine's Day. (laughs) Okay, first of all, y'all people who've been married uh, for 12 years or more, you like when you single like me, you remember Valentine's Day. You remember you gotta you just do stuff. When you married that long, oh my yeah. god! It's did Dennis cause... remember Valentine's Day for you? Yes, he did. But see, I was up he early. He still sleep, and I didn't have no card or none of. Obviously, girl, I thought it was Monday. And Uncle Dave was like, "It's Tuesday." I was like, and I told Chris, I was like, "Oh, I ain't do nothing about tighten up Tuesday stuff." I was like, "Shit, I'm gonna be late." <laughs> Because I thought it was Monday. I was, I was saying, thinking, yeah. Next day was Tuesday, Valentine's. Sure. That goes to show you. Sherry, that's how it went. That's sad, ain't it? And I was like, I- did you tell him, B? I was like, yeah, Valentine's Day is on Tuesday. And then instead of B saying, let me get my husband a gift, B was like, speaking of Tuesdays, I do a podcast on Two Funny Mamas YouTube channel every Tuesday. <laughs> Follow me on Instagram. B- Thank you. B flat out. Okay. 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 Yeah, but you know what? I guess because I have a whole scrapbook this thick of cards and love that I get from my husband every day. I we celebrate that. So like it didn't it wasn't like a big deal because we're always in love. We don't be looking at a holiday like, oh, this is a special day. Let me get the flowers and the candy. You know. We're not. Yeah, because y'all have theme nights anyway. Y'all got different things. Exactly. And it was Taco Ball Tuesday anyway. Mm. So we played Taco Ball Tuesday. Careful what path you walk down here, Sherry. You're getting an NAACP image award. Okay, you tell me after we win. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, there's one. Here's a good one from the audience. Alexis says, "Listen, I didn't think we were doing Valentine's Day. I came home and he had a gift on the bed. I walked out the house and went to the store." <laughs> See, now I don't feel bad. Oh, that's good. Girl, I, showed up to my I was like, "Wait a minute, let me see what." <laughs> and what? I was like, "Uncle, you- let me go say hi to my husband. Say happy Valentine's Day." 
again, with talk shows, here's how that works. Everything is about is <clears throat> talk shows came on the air because of advertisers. They wanted to sell soap. So they would put on these talk shows like when Lucille Ball did radio, she would just do commercials for these advertisers. And, and so talk shows were born for that. And so what happens is people that come on our show to do, oh, we want to talk about our makeup. We want to talk about that's all paid for. They have right. to pay for, to, for time to be on our show. So anybody that comes on is like, oh, I want to do, I want to fix up stuff and talk about, you got to pay for time to be on the show and you have to pay for ad space. And so that is one of the reasons why you have not seen B-Flight on doing, oh, I'm going to fix this, I'm going to do that. Right. Most there and they they have product or like, oh, we represent Omaha Steaks. So I'm going to show you Omaha Steaks and pay for them to come on their show. I'm not supposed to be secrets. I don't know. But this is why B-Flight has never come on with Frugal Flip, her Frugal Flip or DIY. So even when I wanted um, somebody to come and like do fix up my dressing room, that's like, no, we got to get I, a sponsor. I we got to get Lowe's or something. We got to get a sponsor yeah. to pay for that. And so, you know, it's it's a it's a money thing. Even like when we do sponsors so when i get yeah, so my it's, it's all, and that's on any that's not even on my show that's on any yeah, talk show. yeah everybody is sponsored and like giveaways for talk shows because i had somebody ask me she was like when you do your giveaway i got a lip gloss line and i want can i put can we give away my lip gloss well the thing about it is you have to be able to give away your lip gloss to 250 people and so, and it's a minimum amount of money. So you're, you're, and it's on any talk show, it's not on mine. So you have to be with, and for a small business, that's very hard because no, typically true. you're a small business, you can't afford to be spending on twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000. And so um, that's what it is. Everything is money ratings. It's a lot about talk shows. I just didn't know. And before I got my oh, talk yeah, show. Yeah, I we learned behind the scenes. You got to know this. I didn't know the stuff. So before I had a talk show, I told everybody, I was like, when I get a talk show, you going to be on it. <laughs> and then now I'm going back. And then, and then people are calling going, remember when you told me? I was like, I remember. And okay, see, that's what I be telling people because I was like, I know how shit runs and I don't even worry about that. That's why, that's why I'm so glad when I was there and we did that thing because I keep telling people they don't know what you do behind the scenes for people. And everything is not always about being in the limelight. And that's how we have this tw going on 25 year relationship because of all the things. Like I prayed to God, I was like, oh, I'm gonna get me a podcast. And when I fix up this basement, it's gonna be my catalyst for my show. You brought that about. You saw that and you was like, you know what girl, you, we, you gonna be on our podcast. And there you have it. And now I have a show coming out of that. So God works in mysterious ways. And I tell people all the time, you they don't know what you've done for me and my career over the years. And you know me, I'm never one of them. Why I ain't doing this? Why I know how to, I've always been one of them lay low and grow because I enjoy my journey along the way. But that's why I'm so you know, grateful about everything that comes to me. I've never been complaining about what I'm not doing. I'm always grateful for what I am doing. And this is why you're going to be blessed because you're not one that, you know, B is never one that asks for anything. And, mm -hmm. and she's so professional and she's all about business. But this is why I know that God is not going to stop. He's not going to stop with you. 
and the stuff is it is going to come to pass your frugal flip it oh, is so doggone funny and you diy it's like yes it's just got you know and i think about that like with uh with my talk show because this is 18 years in the making this mm-hmm. is a dream that has for me been put on hold so many times to where the last meeting I had, I was so devastated. I cried. I, I couldn't stop snotting up. And I was like, Lord, I can't take this much, this pain of no anymore because it hurts too bad. And I said, I'm just going to have to put this dream on the shelf with the fine china. And I got to give it to you because I am in so much pain. If one more person tell me no, that I can't sit on a couch and talk and keep people's attention, my self-esteem is going down all the freaking knows I got every which way I got a sizzle reel, man. When you look at it, no, I don't want to see it. Like so many people tell me why I couldn't succeed, but it was 18 years and I'm sitting up there going, geez, is this, maybe I'm not supposed to do this, but then God would show me little things like little part of the snapshot of I'm going in the right direction. And so that's why I said with you, I know he's not stopping. Everything is so in his timing, B. It's if just somebody like, say to me one more time, oh, it's light at the end of the tunnel. So I ain't worried about the tunnel. Bitch, I don't let the torch along the way. I can see all the way down. Won't he do it? I, I know won't exactly what I'm do going. <laughs> won't, won't he do, do it? it? I ain't worried about the light at the end of the tunnel. I see where I'm going. I got a torch with me shining along the way. So I don't. That's know. what I'm talking about with you. Your attitude is like I got a torch. I don't need to be looking at the light at the end of the tunnel because I have a torch. And and I told somebody, one of our huge guests, they were on the show today that I cannot say anything because they're going to kill me because everybody. I might as well look and see if I got messages because that's how I keep getting in trouble. And um, anybody <laughs> saying anything? Nobody saying. Okay, nobody saying nothing. Read what I texted so, you earlier. <laughs> Sorry, oh, you texted me. So. uh this huge guest that we had, you said, put, pull that. Oh, no, this is what Chris said in the, in the text. He said, pull that unit forward. That's what Thank you for texting her directly, Chris, instead of texting me. Because you to, don't go, B's got no cooth. None. And you know, I have no Chris, cooth. And I'm like, Chris, I'm why are you texting I knew you'd like that, Sherry. Pull I that to... unit forward. Yeah, you got to tell me because, like, sometimes it's like I ain't got. I took all the pins out because my head was hurting. So I didn't even going, know. It was, <laughs> Chris, how did you notice that it was different or anything? It looks listener, nice. listeners, it listeners were here. helping. Listeners were helping. Oh, well, thank okay. y'all. Okay, because you don't know you. about wearing no wigs. Shit, it could have been slid to the back of the middle of her head, and I'd have been like, "Look down to me." No, because I got all the bobby pins. My head was hurting, so I took the bobby okay. pins out. So if I ain't got no bobby pins, it, it you know, it's going to be sliding. Oh, okay, it'd okay. It'd be sliding up there. So, so, okay. so that unit, that unit's taken care of. I knew that it, they, people would enjoy me calling well, a unit. They would think about my hair. This is like a bird man. Yeah. Okay. Take, your, take your finger out of that socket. <laughs> right. Your hair, like a ass. Lo- your hair looks great. Everybody's been complimenting both I'm of you today. Uh, so Sherry, I- Sherry, before we got to that text, your famous person that you had on the show that you can't say who it was, you were telling them. Oh, so we were talking and he says to me, I love the energy on this show. I'm going to come back every time I like have to promote something. And I'm telling you, when you guys see this person, uh, we had to pre-tape it. 
he's huge. He's huge. Like, this is a big deal for me. And so um, he was like, I'm coming. And um, he was like, because you are, you are so good. Like he watches me and he goes, you are so good. And, and we chose to come here, which almost made me cry. Like, I can't wait for y'all to see these people. And so um, I said to him, I said, when is God ordained? Like, then it's, it's all good. Like my show, this show that I do, the Sherry show, we're going to have a real good time. I feel everything is about feeling good. I just want to make you laugh and feel good. Cause it's too much. It's all too much bull going on mm-hmm. in the real world. It's so much crazy stuff, and I, I, we are comatose sometimes with just all of the bad stuff coming at us. Now, maybe five years ago, this type of show that I'm doing wouldn't have worked because it's too feel good, and we might not have needed it five or six, seven mm-hmm. years ago when I wanted a talk show because it would have been. I just want you to feel good. It, you know, maybe another type of humor might have been better. So I think that it's position in the place. And as long as people want to feel good and laugh, I'll be around. The audience will tell me when they're tired of what I'm bringing. So hopefully they won't get tired soon. But um, God's timing is something like when you say, I got the torch, God is giving me the light so I can get even while I'm walking through the tunnel, not at the end. And I know that God, gave you this gift. That's why I tell y'all to watch the podcast on Tuesday, B-flats, because you're gonna, if you love what she's giving you right now, and this is snippets and I keep interrupting her, you are going to love her on Tighten Up Tuesday. You are going to love her on stage. And she's got this amazing gift. B can come in my house and in an hour, make it look so different and so amazing. And I walk in and go, bitch, where is, what are you doing? All the time. Uh, and I'll be like, bitch, I got tired looking at them paints on the floor. I hung up like, the pictures. I moved the couch over there. I did <laughs> I do it I all walked time. in my house one time and I was like, oh my gosh, I can literally have company in my house. And I Edie, my sister, who's shit. been with me 11 years, she was like, I don't know what she did. She, she came in, she started cursing, I gave her coffee, and this is what it is. Like, <laughs> I said, what the fuck? I was like, I was like all these couches in the fucking living room. I was like, what is, <laughs> I was like, she ain't been here, been here all these years. She ain't on back, but I said, girl, she's like, I'm be gone. I'm going to my niece's track meet. Sherry was, I said, I'm about to get this shit together. And I had my coffee and the dogs and my weed and I shut it down. <laughs> and I swear and I walked back in my house and I was like, what? And then I moved to a different house. And so <laughs> B, when she comes to LA, she comes to stay with me. And so I let her have run of the house. And she came, I had a big huge walk-in closet. I walked in, I was like, Edie. And Edie <laughs> came running up. I said, What? 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 She said, that was B-flat. I don't know what she did. Everything was organized. So B-flat has this gift of being able to go in the house and she sees what you don't see and what could be here and what she can make with her saw in her garage. (laughs) And she does it. So I know that God did not put that gift into his child and his favorite child, because we're all his favorites, for it to just fall on dry land. It, it just, that's not the way God worked. And so when B is doing this and her podcast is amazing, there's that person that is going to see her, what her vision is. And they're going to get, because it only take one. That's what I say oh, to people. It don't take 10 people, a hundred people. It take one, one. 
That's it. You already got the one, and he uses other people. And you're going to have somebody that gets with that vision, and God's going to open that door, and you're going to be seeing frugal flip for the folks. Yes, frugal flip for the folks. Because everybody ain't got $50,000. Some people ain't got $5,000 to renovate. And we're so programmed to feel like keep up with the Joneses and spend money. And people go into debt trying to, you know, get shit they can't afford. And it's like, look, you can get them same marble countertops. I'm going to show you how to do it on two and out. I'm showing people frugal fixes until you can really, you know how they say balling on the budget broke. You know, you, no, I never heard that, but I love it. Yeah, Balling on, on the budget broke. on the budget broke. Yes, that's like uh, fake it till you make it. I'm showing you how to sh- do things until you can really get them done. If you got a little leak or something, I can show you how to fix that until you can really afford to get a plumber or the roofer. Some things you can just do on your own without spending money. So that's my first and foremost fix. Don't spend no money. I look at what you already have. People be like, I want a new bookshelf. I want a new bed. Girl, I can make you a new bed out of them slats over there. We gonna make <laughs> we gonna get you a new bed, and I can make you a new bookshelf. Let me see them chairs or whatever. So I'm one of those people. I have the vision, and I come in and just flip the stuff you already have. And people be like, just like when we, even though what, like the the thing that I just came from doing, I had a flip in Orlando. Five things didn't work. So I went back to fix them because home shows don't show you what doesn't work. So I found out taking the casters off of a hairdryer and putting them on a chair to make like a desk rolling chair doesn't work because of the way they were positioned. But I was happy to go back in her house. She wasn't even home. She was out the country and left the lockbox. She came live on the show and talked about the things. So I said, I need to know this stuff since I'm doing flips all around the country, different climates. So what might work in the Northeast may not work in the climate like in Florida. So I'm learning things as I go. So I I did it live on, I did like five different clips live from Orlando last week saying I'm in Taina's house. I'm fixing this. This shit fell off the wall. That don't work down here in this climate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it was really fun. And people appreciated that I went back in to fix the things that didn't work. So I have the other lady that I flipped that I did here in Philly. She's coming on the show to talk about, it's like a year review to talk about her flip. And she said, ain't nothing went wrong with her stuff. Everything is holding up. And that's the kind of stuff I need to know so I don't be doing that in somebody else's house and it don't work. Cause I ain't gonna be able to get back to everybody's house and fix shit. <laughs> so I know if something don't work, I ain't no point in me doing it. You see what I'm saying? Or trying it in somebody else's house if it don't work. Cause I'm like, I ain't going back to Dallas. I just happened to have um, a show, Brando. So I just want to tell you that some people come in our audience and they will say, we have so much music playing, but they will mm-hmm. say, uh, I did some for B-flat, tighten up Tuesday. And I'm like, B-flat? And they're like, yeah, we listen to B-flat. B-flat came to it. And I'm like, oh, I'm telling I saw you. So I'm telling you, we have fans that come Girl, to my show. I know, and it was so funny. That's why... Um, What's the, the security guy's name? The tall one? James. James. James put me out the audience when I was standing over there by the DJ. Because, girl, people kept standing up and they were supposed to be listening to the audience wrangler dude. And they was all like, is you going on the show? Is you going on the show? No, sit down and quit talking to me. Girl, they kept standing up. They was going, people was all like, that should go right down there, just be fed. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm good. I'm good down here by the DJ. 
So James was like, Beef let you gonna have to come from makeup. He's like, because the audience members keep standing up and they supposed to be paying. I said, I get it, I get it. Put me off the stand. So I just, I went in the back, but yes, at least six women got up and kept saying, girl, that's all right, dude, that's, I'm glad they did that to you. I'm glad. That made me happy. And I was like, let me get my ass off the set. He's like, uh, you have to come with me. Well, this is I can't what what comments do we have? Oh, so many. So many. Everybody's having a blast. A big thank you from Dawn says, thank you all. It's fun catching the live and interacting with everyone. Thanks, Chris, Sherry, and B. Pat S. needs to work with B-flat, uh, says we think alike. Taina, who uh, B flew to Orlando and included in the flip, B is legit. She gave me a piece of my space, my flip, wait, she gave me piece of space, my flipping, by, I think by flipping mine, and I still love it. Shout out to it. Uh, Deborah Law. Hey, Chris. Sending hugs from Virginia for you and the ladies, Sherry and B-flat. Hey, y'all. Uh, <laughs> Ms. Cups says uh, surviving. Wanda Ray said preach, Sherry. Uh, B, does your husband know how to fix stuff too? Do you do projects together? That's from Angela. Not at all. Dennis, That's Dennis people pay people to do stuff. I'd be like, stop paying people to do stuff. Pay me. <laughs> <laughs> Alicia, anyway, give me the fifty dollars instead of calling some janky dude. <laughs> shout, out <laughs> shout out to Alicia, uh, marking off the episode where Sherry, your closet was done. That's tut. That's tighten up Tuesday episode fifteen. If you go to the Two Funny Mamas homepage on YouTube, you'll see the playlist with all of B Flat's episodes. It's real easy to find. That's tighten up Tuesday episode fifteen. Yes, it was. I keep was- telling Kim, I'm like, you better let B come into this house and do some stuff. Cause Kim looked like funny, got- we talked about that. I just told Kim I'd have to do a few organizing projects because she got too much stuff. I'd have to be there a week. She got a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. She got yeah. a lot like, of stuff. I thought I had a lot of stuff. No Kim, ma'am. No ma'am. She don't, got- she don't she don't throw nothing away. So Kim had Kim has the first outfit she didn't wore back in 1972. Oh, oh yeah, she, here she got all that. <laughs> but this will Kim, Kim do. You can um you can go in and see if you go in and organize with Kim, you actually have to take the bags away. You can, you can't leave them in the garage because Kim will see that bag and be like, "Wait, what's this?" Exactly. And Kim will take the bag back. Yeah, mm. put it in. Yeah, and that's why I told her because she's like, I want you to do live from my house, an organization project. When you come out here, we can do a tighten up. And I was like, I've been in your house, and <laughs> we're going to do stuff like cupboards, little projects like a uh, utility drawer <laughs> where you put keys. Projects because Kim got too has- much stuff. Kim got a lot of stuff and, and she got a nice house. She has yes. a lot of yeah. she has a lot of stuff. Um and so um I was so mad at her because she needed a blender. She had her mom's blender because she brought in a lot of her mom's stuff when her mom mm-hmm. passed. And she was always telling me she wanted a blender like mine. So I went about this expensive uh Vitamix blender for Kim. She ain't used that blender yet. It's she still <laughs> but I understand she still used her mama's blender. 
And I was like, Kim, let's get it to It's her mother's blender, so she still uses it uh, for everything, even though it's slow as all get up. She loves that blender, my yeah, friend. Things, people, I ain't gonna lie, I still got my grandma ice crusher. You know, the old school, you put it and then you, you turn do. it. Yes, I use it every now and then, like when I have a little get together, because it's like, it's antique and it's it's sentimental. And I bring it out, people be like, what is that? You just, yeah, and you get gives you that crushed slushy ice. That's the one we used to make the slushy, like the snow cones with back in the day. And it's oh, still, that's so oh, still, that's I, I get it with well, then I'm going to get my Vitamix blender back and give it to somebody else. So you can give it to me. I'll get to Here we go. My blender, I just put my bowl on the top of this shit. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got I no cover to your blender. I ain't going to lie. You want me to bring it down here? I got the little piece that go in the middle. You know, I had a little hole. I ain't got no, You ain't got to bring it. I, I don't believe you. I've been having that blender for about 15 years. And I just put a bowl on top and hold it steady while I be shaking. And the little bowl be. <laughs> that is hysterical. I ain't okay. spending my money on that kind of stuff. Because I'm one of them. If it still work, I'm going to use it. So just because it's missing the lid, it's not going to stop me from using it. And now if it broke, that's another, another story. I would buy another one. But honey, I sure do put a bowl right on top. Oh, you're amazing. <laughs> so would you two, before, uh, I don't want you to to slip away would you two smile real big let's oh, do yeah. this for the listeners we haven't done this in a minute if you can smile real big key's gonna get some screen grabs for uh, your thumbnail look how lovely you two look I need to put my lip gloss no you're fine as a sears catalog in 1995 look at you go. Oh, that is <laughs> that was a compliment uh no this is great key you got him we good you good you got your pictures for the um, thumbnail That'll work. I think that we can. I have to get up at four forty-five in the morning because I got to go to the gym. So I'm going to. I'm you going are doing to, amazing with your gym. I see your thigh muscle pumping out on the side, looking like a you, loaf. Sherry. Of bread. I said, Sherry thigh looking like a loaf of bread. Got the little dent on the side. Let me slice them. <laughs> she doing. I have. It. That's only. That's the only time that I can work out is in the morning. Uh, so I have to. I hate getting up so early, but. I literally, at this age, B, you got to work out. Like, as I, this I can tell how how my age is when I go work out in the morning at, when we start in the show at 10 o'clock, I'm still out of breath. Like my recovery time is horrible. And I really, I go, wow, I wish I would have taken advantage of working out in my twenties or my thirties. Cause it's, it, it hit different in your fifties working out. That mess is hard. It hits you in the joints more. Yeah, and, and when I tell you, everything on my body hurts. Like my whole body is just from working out and lifting weights. I'm and I, I'm. It's just but hard. You're doing it. But you're doing it. So yeah, it does get. I need to do more of it. I just don't. I'm lazy. I rather just stretch and do yoga. And so I don't need no muscles. I'll be like, what do I need muscles? Okay, for? first of all, do that Jane Tubman dance again. That right I'll, there. Is carbs. Do that, Oh my God. <laughs> uh, I usually Sherry, I usually duck off screen for this. I don't want to be caught up in some oh kind God. of some kind of clip. Oh. Okay. That's what you call resistance. Yes. <laughs> you pulling a horse. You pulling a horse. People riding on it. 
<laughs> we talking about go to the right. Your girl said. <laughs> oh, stop it! Oh no! You're pulling a cart. You're pulling two yeah. people in the cart. Okay, so first of all, that right there. You didn't do resistance training, okay? <laughs> Baby Ruth Candy's dancing along with you at home. Everybody know about If you watch Titan on Tuesday, they know about the Jane Tubman. Oh, they sure do. I got the Girl, wait a minute. Why the man sent me the original? It's so funny. This came from the CBS studios in 19, when they wouldn't allow the uh, movie to be aired. So his mom... Oh, Sent, I mean, he this was like he sent the letter about how uh, Cicely Tyson used to hang out with his grandmother, but on the back tells the story how in 1974. Oh, there we go. Yeah, so he sent the original thing and then the picture. He sent me the picture. That and was a fan. Yes, when it originally aired on uh, CBS. Sherry. B gets mail oh, January 4th, 1974. But before it, it has a little story about how CBS wouldn't play the movie, the movie because of the controversy behind it. So, That's yeah, so he said that and I framed it with a belt. Oh you know, my, my family always sent me all kind of stuff, but I just thought that was really cool because that's one of my favorite movies. The autobiography of Jane Pym is just a story of a strong black woman and what she endured to overcome. So, I always think about. Girl, people be saying life is hard. I'd be like, Jesus pledged. Jesus pledged. <laughs> Jesus pledged. <laughs> it will be all right. Tammy It'll says, I love right. you. Tammy says, yeah. I love you, B. Uh, I told you some folks Thank would dance you. along at home. Uh, WNK Sal is laughing real hard. Uh, we've got a few other people. Tanya is laughing at you. Oh, my gosh. So many people commenting. And uh, I need to work out so bad. Remote work says Al Mommy Scott. Yeah, that's tough. You, I feel like you all inspire people though when you get after it. Sherry, you're posting on Instagram and everything, and I mean, uh-huh. I can even I talk to you a, a lot, Sherry, like every other day. I feel like, and I seeing that stuff. Hey, keep it up. It is inspiration. Um, at this age, it, I think it's so important because at this age we tighten up, and uh, you know we don't have the stamina. And literally, I got a son who's 17 years old. He's got Aspergers. And it, sometimes I'll wake up at two in the morning in a panic, like, oh, my God, what is Jeffrey going to do without me? And so a lot of it is I just go, I, I got, it's not about getting into a swimming suit. It's it's literally about my son. You mortality. Know, yeah. It's my mortality of he's just not ready yet. And so um, th- when I'm in the gym, those times when I just do not want to go, because it takes me 30 minutes to get to my trainer in the mornings, I just pictured my son. Uh, he's at the end of the finish line going, come on. It, when it was little, it was like, mommy, come on, you can make it. Now I picture my son at 17 going, mom, come on, mm-hmm. you can make it. And I literally, when I don't want to do those, my arm is hurting right now. Um, sit-ups and pull-ups and all of that. I just keep thinking of my son, my son, Jerry. Your son I'm you. looking at you. I had to stop. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's so funny because I watch these people on social media, B, and they'll be at the gym and then they be doing TikToks. Do you see stars? They be cuffing it. And I'm like, when I get out the gym, I'm just like, ah, 
want to lay down. Girl, I can't cuff it. That's I walk to the train station and I'll be sitting there trying not to go to sleep on that daggone train. And I'm like, I tried to do a TikTok. I was like, bump this. I'm too damn tired. I see you, Sherry. Your legs be like this. You be bumping like. <laughs> Chris, the land be bumping out on the she does. She's, out. She's getting it. <laughs> I be like, go ahead on, shit. I just be smoking be- and looking, drinking my coffee and looking at your ass. Be- <laughs> When you're when you're not watching Sherry's uh, Instagram workout updates, the partnership wants to know: B wins yeah. the next wins the next yoga session. Uh, in the morning, actually, I need to get up and do it. I'm so <laughs> the thing about me because I'm never consistent with anything because I don't believe in trying to do a schedule. I just do shit when I feel like it. That's one thing as an artist. I just do things when I feel the movement. But as I get older, it just takes me longer to recover and do stuff. Like I drove, I had this long travel thing. It's taking me like three days to just get sleep. I feel like as I get older, it takes me longer to recover from travel. So when I should have been up doing yoga and everything yesterday, I was knocked out sleep for like nine hours. Then I had a flash crash. So when you have a hot flash crash, that's another three hours. So <laughs> my day. Sometimes it's spent just kind of letting my body re- relax and rest. And that's one thing I've learned as I've gotten older. I just go with the flow of my body. I don't fight against it. If it tells me to lay down, everybody's not at liberty to do what I do. I will. If it's 10 o'clock in the morning and I wake up at 6 p.m., I'd be like, oh, well. Then I just get up and do whatever wherever I left off. But I tried to fight against it, and it just made it worse. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go with it and and I just feel better. I just feel less stressed and all that. And before I even say anything else, I just feel like menopause is one of those things that women don't really want to talk about. And it's something that they should talk about. Just like when you explain to your daughter about the birds and the bees or when they have their mency, you have to talk about that. And I feel like once we get grown, parents think women just know. And there's no, when your daughters are in their 40s and you need to sit down and have another talk and tell them, this is where you're going to start turning into a man. You used to be <laughs> Now your ass turned into a man. Because you do everything a man do. You got to pull hairs off your chin, shave your mustache, tighten up your sideburns. You start looking like an owl right here. All this start turning gray. They don't tell you your coochie lips start looking like earlobes. There's certain things that you go through. They need to let you know that when you get older, you Coochie lips look like earlobes. Girl, you know they be no, hanging down. You don't know where to put the clip on. You be like, why is the jewelry down here hanging down? They don't let you know stuff start hanging. Your knees start looking like a real turtleneck. <laughs> you see how people got picked their knees up, all their skin. They need to tell you. And then that's why my grandma be like, you know what? I like that young man right there because he can still wear shorts. He'd be like, seven years old. <laughs> my grandma's talking about, that's a young man right there. He can still wear shorts. He's 71. <laughs> yeah, and certain things, I feel like as you get older, your parents should, your mother should talk to their daughters about the changes that you go through. You know, you and your husband in there, y'all both pulling out hairs on the chin, getting a shaving mustache, people shaving their beards and you know, all kind. Of, it's a lot. 
your voice changing, you getting chest hairs. Yes, that's why I cause menopause. Because the men are on pause. They look at you like, wait a minute, you're turning into a man. Okay. Let me pause a minute. When I tell you, where are you going to be performing next? March In 10th. St. Louis, actually. With oh, Kim. Okay. Y'all have to, you are in the nearby area. <laughs> St. Louis. Or not even, Kim people are flying in. in. <laughs> yes. If you literally, and I'm telling you, you have a good time. Uh, Kim Whitley, Andre Lavelle, uh, B Flat, and special <laughs> guests are going to be in St. Louis March yes. 10th. You must go and see because this girl is going to be doing stand up. And if you've been laughing like I've been laughing, uh, we've been on this podcast for two and a half daggone hours. Oh, um, you are going to be cracking up at Doggone B Flat and Kim Whitley and Andre. It is That's going to be. About this. I Tickets just left. What you said, baby? I just left St. Louis. Had a sold out show. I was hosting and just was going off the gear. And you're gonna have another sold out show. We no, gonna make you show another set. I don't know what I'm Metro talking about. Totally... Yeah, you are gonna have a whole nother set. MetroTix.com. The tickets go on sale Wednesday. This Wednesday, you will be able to purchase your tickets. We're going to have things that we're giving. Well, I won't be there, but there will be giveaways. <laughs> open yeah. All right. Before, let, let's make sure Sherry doesn't oversell this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, we're giving away a car? Right. A new <laughs> Check under your seats, everybody. You've got a college tuition. <laughs> we're paying for your college. We're giving away scholarships and money. Oh my gosh. No, we will. We'll make it fun. It's going to be a big event. I keep joking about that Q and a, but th- you don't get that at every show and you'll get no, to hang not. out with, you get to hang out with B and Kim. There's actually a concert in the front part of the venue afterwards. And we, oh. maybe we'll hang out there. Maybe we'll go to Who's a wine bar. I'm not no. sure. I'm, I, I'll find out. Uh, it's usually, it's usually good music. It's, it's at the dark room in the Grandel. Um, usually jazz music? or something, soul or something of that sort. Uh, soul or something like that <laughs> no it's, it's what it usually is let me it's uh, here. jazz and soul thank you for that. be up in the front plate is that what it is <laughs> yeah he I was like trying jazz, to be not subtle yeah. the R B and R yeah there's hip hop and rap or something <laughs> okay well we'll know by the 10th I'll I'll find out right now here I'll tell you since okay. since I'm getting called out Keys keep me off the screen too, it's for your pleasure. Oh, let's see. Hang on. He running it. He keeps tight ship. She runs a tight ship. I gotta go to bed. What's who gonna be playing? Oh. I'm sleepy. I got. I got. I got. I gotta get up early. I gotta do. I, I gotta show you. We get off. We this don't morning. have. Uh, it is. We'll be on this show tomorrow. I don't know. Who's Key, play. correct me. It's. I believe it's. It's either Chevy or Chevy, the writer. Chevy. Oh, you giving away a Chevy? A Chevy nope, we're not. We're not. <laughs> I'll give you. If you want to win that, you can get Sherry Shepard's personal cell phone number from me the night of the show <laughs> to collect your prize. Uh, yeah, it'll be uh, uh, it'll be Chevy the writer unplugged. We'll be playing right afterwards. Um, okay. And those are always really good shows. All kidding aside. Um, so March 10th, you guys, the tickets go on sale Wednesday. Look for that metrotix.com. Tomorrow, Debrat is on the show. Brat a tat tat. Oh, that's yes, the Brett is on the show with her wife Judy. Um, they are on the show tomorrow, and then the cast of Harlem 
if anybody wants to see me act, because you know I am an actress as well. I was on Harlem. You could, I think it's, I don't even know what episode it is. Me and Lil Rail Howery, uh, we were on the episode of Harlem. We play uh, Angie, who is Shaniqua. Shanda, uh, I forget Shaniqua's last name, so I'm not gonna say it. But we, pl- I play Angie's mother on uh, Harlem. So you and uh, Lil Rail plays my son. So we're on the cast. We're on Harlem on HBO Max. No, I think it's Max. I don't. I don't know where it's. I don't know what what network. Y'all have to look that up. I'm sorry. Um, but it's, it's on, on Harlem. Harlem. The cast of Harlem is coming. That's Grace Byers. That's Megan Good. That's Shaniqua. And um, oh damn it! Please forgive me. I don't know the other actress's name. Can you look that up for me, Chris? Because I yeah. that's disrespectful. Uh, that I don't know that we've never met before. So I can't. I'm looking forward to meeting. So you have, uh, so this is the top cast as you look at yes, it. Yes, four, four women. Megan Good, Jer- yes. Jerry Johnson. Jerry Johnson, yes. Grace Looking Myers, Shaniqua Shandai, Tyler Lepley, Jasmine Guy, Countess Vaughn. Yes, Shaniqua Shandai. So it's the four women, Shaniqua. And I play Shaniqua Shandai's mom on Harlem, and Lil Rail plays her brother. And then Tom Joyner. And that's on Amazon on Prime. Prime. That's on Amazon Prime. Oh, Amazon Prime. It's on Amazon Prime. I just keep seeing the. Um, ads on the front of my television so you're gonna hear, what you're gonna see more now that we talked for about harlem when i turn on harlem, yes and then sarah haynes from the view oh, i didn't know sarah haynes was coming on sarah haynes is coming on so uh yeah so debrat is coming on tomorrow so she's probably here tonight um in new york and i'm sleepy <laughs> that'll do it tune in to watch b flat tomorrow night tuesday tomorrow. Night, that's nine eastern anything else sherry watch the sherry show great guests coming up show with kim and b flat in st louis on march 10th anything else or we can get out of here and then you can also watch my show sex lives of college girls they just picked it up for season three so we'll be shooting that come uh this summer but i am in season two so you can also watch that Sex Lives of College Girls, and that is on HBO Max. And I'm gonna say watch Tighten Up Tuesday tomorrow, so you and can see how handles out of crayons. Are you doing it at nine o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time or <laughs> earlier? Standard Eastern Standard. Every so this Tuesday. is an after dark show. This is at nine o'clock p.m. This is for grown folks. Yes. Uh, B-flat Tighten Up Tuesdays, and you just have to come. It's live on YouTube, so subscribe uh, to Tighten Up Tuesdays. You will, And I'm going to tell you, you will not regret it, not at all. Yes, because we learn, and we I, it's not just me doing amazing things. My Picasso Nation, they submit amazing things. So it's people all over this nation and the world. I have Picassos all over the world that could submit projects, give me ideas, and are just showing amazing things. Half of them are displayed here in my basement. People send me stuff all day long. So I'm super well, blessed. I Courtesy uh, of we, I'm sorry, girl. I'm tired. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Um, are there any last comments, Chris? I'm sorry, B-flat. No, it's all good, honey. I nope. got Everybody's appreciative of the evening. They had a blast. Cheryl had a blast. Uh, there was one other suggestion that I missed it. She brought it up a few times. Uh, sorry, I'm going to give it to you, and then we can get out of here. Uh, they want us to do a, in a... Oh, here we go. Seabreeze. I still suggest Sherry, Kim, Chris, B-flat, and Andre to play Escape Room and air it for the Sherry show to play in team. So take that I back to the production can. room. Like to that. play what? I didn't hear that. To play uh, what? escape room. I guess escape room things. 
oh, we don't have enough room on our studio to do an escape room. That that and we don't have the budget to do. I'm too. I'm too expensive. I'm too expensive for the show. But you know they have places where people go and play those and do the escape rooms. We we have to be on the air like uh, two more seasons, and we'll get an increased budget to do. I ain't doing shit like that and Fear Factor, crazy stuff like that to give me the heebie-jeebies. You know what I do want to do, B? Oh boy! I would love to do like you know when people get in that bu- that tub of ice water. I really want to try that because this is supposed to have like completely like amazing healing benefits. I bet it would if your ass jumped in that glacier. You'd heal up. Your whole body gonna freeze. What up. was your what was your Bro. ask, Chris? What was your ask, Chris Deasy last oh, week? Chris, one of the ask this Chris Deasy questions last week was: Would he participate in the polar bear challenge? I would you love to do that. Just, Sherry, that I was told that's white people shit. because it's no that that but the polar bear challenge. Kevin Hart did it with Allen Iverson on his show. They they ease into the water slowly as he was asking Allen Iverson, one of the greatest players in the world, uh, questions. But they did it wrong. Like when you get in that daggone tub, you supposed to just jump in, jump in, and get on out. You can't. Where is my okay? I don't, can y'all hear me? Yep. Yes. No. Kim Whitley gonna call, and my calls go through my computer. I'm like, yeah. who the hell? Kim Whitley. We got the same computer. Put her on no, phone. Let me call Kim because she gonna keep calling me. Is she messing me up? Good grief! Because when Kim calls, it comes through my computer. This daggone girl. Oh my Jump goodness! On. What are you? I'm on. A, I'm doing a podcast. Look, you can't do the podcast without me. Who's on there? How would you say you're going to do a podcast? Kim, we talked about this. Kim. You hear a coughing? <laughs> do you hear that? This How's she going to come on the podcast two hours later talking about who you on the podcast? We've been doing the podcast for two hours. Oh, two and a half. No, two and a half. Yes, ma'am. You same stuff y'all be talking about for two hours every week. Nothing. <laughs> Life. Whatever we think of. What can you would have what? I would have picked up because I was sitting outside getting some D, uh, sunny D. What's it called? Vitamin D. Sitting outside soaking in the sun. I don't want to hear you coughing on the podcast, Kim. Well, you got to know what the truth is. Girl, I'm in here watching Jason Momosa. Is it a Momoa? Yeah. Momoa. Momoa. Oh, I like, I keep he doesn't like a drink, though. Why are you watching him over and over? Because I like the way he looks. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's, it's gotten... Um, people were saying... Uh, they, they, no, some people who watched Jennifer Hudson saw Jack A with a green suit on, and then they saw that you had a green suit on. Yeah. What do you think that is? That is weird. Y'all the same people? Y'all related or the same people? I don't know. No, who? I mean, is green the color? What is that? No, it's just for you and Jack A. Kindred spirits. I gotta, I gotta send that to Willie. I want him to see that. <laughs> <laughs> the stylist. That is, isn't that strange, though, that we both... Yes, that? very. It really is. Somewhere y'all are related, I think. I think there's something straight. I think we're in different universes. Oh, like a time warp, a consortium. What's that called? Yeah. 
what's that word, Chris? The consortium concert. Well, there's a there's a movie out right now called Quantumania that has to do with different timelines and uh, different things like that. So maybe that could be what you're talking about. Kim, check your check your phone. Chris sent you a oh here it is. He sent you an image of you and Jack A. She's oh, don't open that on the on the camera. Hold on, I need to stop on the podcast. Hold on. <laughs> She's eating. Why are you eating? She's not even on podcast, and she eating. I featured her daddy and her uncle's architectural firm on my T Y on Tighten Up Tuesday. So, what did you say? I sent her about her architectural firm. I'm featuring her dad and uncle for starting their the black architect firm in Cleveland. I'm featuring them on Tighten Up Tuesday for my D Y K. Did you know? Whitley and Whitney. What'd she say? Yeah, and I'm featuring them on my Tighten Up Tuesday. They're my DYK. Did you know? No, yeah. Well, no, yes, I'm featuring them on Tuesday for my DYK. Your uncle okay. and your dad. Yuck, and that's great, but Kim sounds stopped up in her nose. My throat is hurting. I'm stopped up a couple places. Oh, jeez. Hey, no. Oh, that's weird. That's not like something I would say. <laughs> exactly. You would be flat. <laughs> no, don't let me know nothing. We don't know. You just be well by the NAACP oh. Image Awards on Friday. Oh, yeah, y'all pray for me. I'm going to call the doctor. Oh, doctor, I need some quick medicine. Go get a, get a uh, IV. You know they do the IV uh, drips. Yeah, them little quick shot packs. I'll send you the phone number. They come and do IV drips, and they give you vitamins. They give you all this stuff. Can I, oh. Why are you telling me this on day five? Why couldn't you tell me this on day three? I told, because on day three, I told you to take honey, lemon, and ginger and put some whiskey in it. And you know that? Why did you say, get, I'm going to send you a person's number that you can get the IV? Why would you say that first? Because that's not the thing that's going to heal you. The because things that's going to heal you is stuff I just told you to take. The, real the lemon and ginger. Uh, How she got an attitude and she's sick is this what is I want This is the real Kim. This is the real Kim. Mm-hmm. It's facts. Because if you got a secret, that's like me having a secret. Like, hey, Sherry. I got something that'll grow your hair down your back overnight. <laughs> oh, damn. Oh, oh, shit. I don't, I don't have nothing that. to grow your hair on your back. I'm overnight. just saying the stuff that, the stuff that you take intern, that's better than the IV drip. The IV drip is just to assist. The the turmeric with the pepper, honey, the lemon drink, that's the stuff that heals. You're all bad. Yeah. So I told you right. And a shot of whiskey. And a shot of whiskey. Then we'll see what happens. I feel pretty good though. Good. We didn't show what you look like. Oh, you saw that picture? I did. No, we played we played your video earlier. We played, your, we played your audio, but we didn't show the picture. The people don't, don't deserve that. No, they, they can't, you can't hurt them like that. <laughs> did I keep your spirits high with my positive uh, affirmations in that text, Kim? Yes, thank you. Can you tell the people when you're gonna be in St. Louis? She I'm doesn't know. When Chris tells me to go. Oh damn! <laughs> right, here's, here's, here's a legal here's a legal question. Who's uh is anybody joining you from California on the bill? You know what? We're gonna try to bring Andre, but I gotta see if I got some miles that he can fly on. Do you hear this? This is Sherry. This is why all show I've been like careful on that Andre pull. <laughs> Andre, if Andre can get there, we will definitely uh 
might have to sleep in the bed with people. We gonna. <laughs> he ain't sleeping in the bed with me. Key is volunteering her bed. It was he gonna sleep in the bed with somebody, whether it's Chris, B flat, or listeners, Kelly. listeners, if you're tu- if you're tuned in, uh, and you would you would let Andre bunk with you in the hotel, let us know in the live chat. Oh. Look at, look at. Yeah, were you live? You didn't tell me I was doing live. That's different. It's always something. Oh, she, uh, it's, Sherry, this, it's I always love this. I love it. Yeah. You, know, it. you remember when uh, Michael Jackson saying, You can't win yep. uh, on the whiz? You can't win with Jim Whitley. You can't get in when you're trying to get into the game. Okay, what's the difference what you would have done if it was a lot, if you yeah. knew it was live? I would have, you know, I'd take a special vitamin for. <laughs> hey, because she didn't know about the special vitamins, but now she'd take a special vitamin. Oh wait, wait, wait! Hey, we've got an answer. Spiritually, spiritually blessed in the live chat says, "I'll fly Andre, but he's got to pay me back somehow." Oh, oh damn. Damn. I think you better just let Andre try to get there on Kim's miles. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we better fly. That sounds too much for Andre to handle. I think we better use the miles. <laughs> you better use the miles. <laughs> yeah, that's, I don't think Andre gonna be able to pay you back what you want. He, you know, <laughs> Tap Design <laughs> says pass the collection plate for Andre. We gonna oh, we have to get cash. You have to get Andre a flight. We gonna get Andre down there. We we gonna start a fund to get Andre down to. Uh, to St. Louis because he, he needs to be down there. So we're going to, Andre going to be there with Kim March 10th in St. Louis, Kim Whitley and friends That's right. featuring B flat uh, and Kim, special guests. Kim, what venue at, what venue you playing? We're at a venue Chris picked up. <laughs> <laughs> Why does Chris sound like Ike Turner? Um, <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> Yeah, Kim every, just answers everything. Oh Chris God. Chris has got it. Oh. Yeah. Chris we got at it. the Grandel. Okay. The Grandel so Theater. The Wendell Theater. The Grandel Theater. Oh, Grand, <laughs> Yo, Grandel. G-R-A-N-D-E-L. Grandel. Okay, Theater. Kim, it sounds like you're about to pass out. I'm telling you. T- know what? All of a sudden, I felt like I was about to pass. I was like, I think I'm drifting. Yeah, you drifting. So get off the phone. We love you. All right. I love y'all too. Okay, yeah, she drifted. Go on get with it me. was something. Limited yeah. Ginger, huh? yeah. The NyQuil's kicking in. It is. Kicking in. We love you. All right. Love you, y'all. Bye. Oh, my gosh. That girl sounded like she was about to pass yeah, there. She might be eating some edibles. It's kicking in. Yeah, that sounds like an edible voice. So like at least we... Y'all got, we gave you a little Kim flavor, as sick as she is. But, uh, so we're going to get off tomorrow because I got to, I got to take this makeup off, take the hair off, and I got to get in the bed because I got to get up. Very soon. I'm going to have this quick meeting for my Tighten Up Tuesday feature tomorrow. I know she's waiting on me. I need to interview her and get her stuff, and then I'm going to bed. And then Chris and Key, they just got to go home. Yeah, they have to shut this show down and go home. That's going to take another hour. Oh, it's cool. Yes, I got we, here. At, I got here at seven thirty this morning. It's all good. Oh, jeez, everybody! <laughs> might, as well, might as well spend the night again, like you normally do. Right. Sherry, Chris don't know I saw his wardrobe little closet in the back of the studio. <laughs> two bars of soap. He got two bars of soap in the bathroom. No washcloths. One with hairs on them. One without. And 
He got about 25 black jackets hanging in the back <laughs> on the rack. He's like, what is this blanket doing under the rack? I said, I know Chris big ass ain't sleeping up under this rack. <laughs> but Chris stay at the studio. So when he say he got there at 730, believe me, he was already there. This is a, if you've been, you know, and this is another feature. Chris Denman is the president uh, and CEO of Midcoast Media. And no, so I, I say co-founder. No, oh, sorry, co-founder. sorry, co-founder. Me and two other people, we run it. Yeah, and then we've got so a lot of great people with us. Business. So if you're looking uh, to do a podcast, they do. Midcoast Media does an amazing job uh, producing podcasts, serious inquiries only, because they are a small business. And so they have to operate making, they have to take in money. You, you know, it's as loving as Chris is and you hear him on this podcast, he still has a business to run. And <laughs> thankfully we late, we do pay the bills, but we come in if late. Key, if Key's check bounces like a Bank of America cashier's check, it does not go over well. That does not. That's why I don't pay y'all with a Bank of America check. Because <laughs> otherwise he would be mad at me. Key is our sound engineer. Uh, who's working back there so diligently. Thank you, Key. So if you guys are interested in doing, you know, having your own podcast, um, they will be happy to help. But like I said, serious inquiries only. Because some people be calling Chris and be like, yeah, I got an idea. And uh, can you, you know, that answer is no. I was hard on Chris 24 hours a day at that place. Because he's dedicated because it's a small business. Because you, you got to get it. You got to get off the ground, you know, so. Chris, you got me that song by Moneybag. But yo, Monday, yo, blow. What are you talking about? He pay a lot of rent. He ain't never seen his condo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's I love that. that's love, about it. I love that song. A lot of rent ain't, ain't even seen your condo. That's one so of those. Uh, that's one of those jazz or hip hop or uh, R and B songs or something, right? It's he's rapping. I'm kidding. Blow a lot of but money on. Blow a lot of money on What do you tell blow us, Sherry? You <laughs> have a lot of things in common because when Oprah sent me my flowers and I called Miss Oprah and I said, I can't get these home because they're so big. It took four men to bring them into my studio oh and it came God. in a van all by itself. And Oprah said to me, the flowers are too big. I sent them to the studio because I knew that's where you would be most of your time. Oh. When I was doing my show that was on the air for 25 years, I never saw my apartment. I showered at my studio. I worked out at the studio because I was there all the time. And I wanted you to be able to enjoy the flowers at the studio. So you and Oprah have something in common. You're I'm, always. I'm often compared to Oprah. And now. I know that's right. And not, not to be morbid, but now, especially not having dogs now, it's like there's not really a reason. There's, to not go always, there's not always a reason to clock out. So I told you, like, Sherry, that's why you got two soaps in the bathroom. <laughs> I saw <laughs> I see you, Chris, with your two soaps. He old school, you the bar soap. <laughs> Look at but Sherry chugging to end the show. Friday, you are an entrepreneur. And like this, there's only two kind of people in the world, leaders and followers. That's it. So, yep. And so, we'll yeah. lead Chris, you. Chris, 33 ounces. This whole podcast. Proud of you. Oh my it's god! We've been talking for it's, three hours. I will been talking uh, for three hours. It's eight o'clock. I got hmm. this wig is killing my head. I've got to take it off and let my scalp breathe. Great show, I'll ladies. Bro, cut it, King. You guys, thank you so much for for for, for sticking in there. For this yes, long, we don't take this for granted. Three hours. Three hours. Thank you so much. 
for just hanging in there. And we hope you have an amazing uh, night. I'm not gonna promote nothing else no more. My, my I can't even. I'm, I'm gone. Hey, you guys want to? Well, you I guys think I can get her to stay another hour? On when I can make it. I appreciate it. You know, I love you to death. You and Kim. I, I love you too. Me. I love you too, girl. And I Chris. love your fans. We share some of the same fans. So thank you to Funny Mom's fans that watch Tighten Up Tuesdays. You know, I appreciate it. And thank you, Chris. For always dealing with us, you know, Chris, you you dope dealing with these three crazy black women. Did you say he dope dealing? <laughs> dope she dealing with us. He, you're dope. Period. Yeah. Dealing with. Yes, he got. You know what, Chris? You get them. Pro- you get them points. I told you, I'm gonna put a hundred thousand dollars on your Amex, your black card. I'm gonna go That's, when that show. When that show. When that I'm show gets up. signed, your bees yeah. bees already wrote herself a hundred thousand dollar debt. Oh. I'm going to go in there and buy a whole bunch of Walmart gift cards. I'm going to load up your card, Chris. I'm just going to stand in line. <laughs> oh, like a commissary. Commissary. Yes. You feel with a lot dealing with us. Yes. I know we drive you crazy, but it's all good. And you know we love you to death. It's all from uh, if, you dro- if you truly, if any of us, I say this, Sherry, we said this the other day, didn't we? Edie was on the phone. If any of us, thought we interrupted too much or we sucked or we weren't fun to work with or we didn't like each other what would the outcome of that be sherry we just wouldn't work together yes vibesjag.com slash there's no slash yeah two funny mamas that's where you can get your merchandise we'll have new merchandise coming out but it's vibesjag.com slash two funny mamas i'm fading bye everybody good night good night see you guys tomorrow Two funny mamas. Announcing the Mocha Podcast Network, an innovative lifestyle podcast network featuring conversations from a black perspective. Curated with respected voices led by actresses and comedians Sherry Shepard and Kim Whitley. We're funny and we have a yes. point of view. We call that edumatainment. That's what we call it. Ed- is that what it is? Veteran TV journalist Rolanda Watts. Shocking the heck out of everybody. The legendary Unky Divas in Vogue. This topic is girl groups in the industry. To syndicated broadcast personalities Lonnie Love and Dee Dee McGuire, as well as an array of experts and activists. Mocha Podcast Network, a lifestyle destination with authentic voices and perspectives designed to enrich and empower women of color with a unique listening experience. More than a destination, the Mocha Podcast Network is a full-service studio that offers an ongoing portfolio of production, distribution, marketing, guest booking, and most importantly, ad sales. With a unique revenue model for podcasters that includes customized promotional campaigns created specifically around podcaster and targeted audience, service social media promos and pushes, MPN brand advertising, targeted electronic newsletter, experienced sales representation. For advertisers, the Mocha Podcast Network is a safe marketplace to align their brands with trusted voices, organically engaging the highly in-demand female consumer and more. 
with quality over quantity from concept to completion. Now is the time for content creators and brands to join the innovative Mocha Podcast Network and experience unapologetic conversations with a new perspective.